Yo, 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 episode 41. Episode 41. Is it episode 41? Yeah, we're at 41. We've hit a new milestone. We did a podcast every day for about a month and a half, and now we're at 41. Yeah, thank you for joining us on 41. Look at us go. Episode 41. Yeah. What a privilege. So what has changed within a month with you? A lot, quite a bit, but it doesn't matter about us. Yeah, we've got a guest. Yeah, Mr. Jacob Behoon. How's it going, man? It's going good. I'm so happy to be here. Last time I was here, I totally had a little bit of your Canadian club. It's 12 years aged, and uh, it was great. It was a whole experience coming back. There were some gifts brought for both parties. Yes. If you can tell, I've acquired this new shirt. This man has been blessed with our uh, with our merch. Danger Liker. Please go check them out. They're the new upcoming sound in the metal scene. They're the best band you've ever heard. Oh, damn, damn, damn. Jeez, man. Yeah. What the hell? We weren't ready for and that. And the trade-off was, was I brought back that that Canadian club that I owed you. So um, uh, kudos to you, my man. Yeah, it's there all love right around there. here. Yeah, thank and you so yes, much. Yeah, yeah. So it's, um, uh, yeah, man. Never forget your debts, people. Never yep. forget your debts. And if you do, you're fucked. And if you do, you're basically fucked, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. honestly, that's how this business is going. Yeah. 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 Well, it's good to have you back on for round two. I'm just going to get this open. You're struggling, fucking guy? I've got it, I've got it. What's going on? I work out sometimes. Oh, you got it? Okay. Yeah, I've actually been working out specifically to fit this t-shirt. Getting your health, is it, it's well, just like, it's working out a new beautifully. thing? Yeah, I mean, like, most people will look at me and they'll say, oh, that guy just goes to the gym. Because he wants to look good. No, no, no. I want to look good in the danger like a t-shirt. In danger like your t-shirt. Well, you're fucking killing it. Yeah. Well, now you don't have to work out anymore since you fit in it. Yeah. (laughs) Now you can just let yourself go. You just got to maintain. Yeah, (laughs) man. I'm going to fucking Denny's after this shit. Get a grand slam. Yeah. I've never been to Denny's. Neither. Really? (laughs) (laughs) How'd you know know the dish then? Crystalia. (laughs) What's that? Oh, yeah. Denny's been to your place. Yo, fucking shout out to Denny. Yeah. Turn up. Yeah, Denny's a good kid. Yeah, so so you get the you get the Grand Slam. I don't even know what the hell that is. <laughs> Struggling. Oh uh, man, when I go to a Denny's, it's usually I'm in a I'm in a state in which I don't remember much. Oh, so nice. are you so, drunk or you know? Hungover? Yeah, you can say inebriated. I mean, Ooh. that's that's the term they're using these days. Are but they? Uh, they do all these crazy big breakfasts, like you know, super high fat stuff or whatever. It is super bad for you, but it tastes so good. You gotta go to a yeah, that's a lot of bacon grease. Yeah. yeah. That's the way yeah. she fucking goes. Exactly. That is the way she goes. Us Canadians love our breakfast. I don't. Really? You I don't like breakfast? Hate breakfast? I hate breakfast food. Oh shit, breakfast dude. Breakfast food is fucking shit. Yeah. I don't give a Man. Well, I know, Adam, you're, you're not an egg guy. I know you're not an egg guy. Dude, eggs are disgusting. Are you fucked? Think, think about what it is. I don't care. It's fucking nasty. Okay, so so eggs, what about milk? Yeah. The f- yeah. I can't even fucking drink it without shitting my ass out. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. So uh, I suck see, on those I think he's like lactose intolerant or something. Uh, just I am too. I get oh, that, you I get are. Natural lactose free. Oh yeah. shit. So Man, whenever I'm I sorry feel... for your loss, dude. <laughs> no, it's, it's actually, actually terrible. a recent thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's actually terrible. I used to when I used to live with Adam. I think yeah. I literally said this on the last podcast. We used to uh, go to his house after a jam session and like yeah. chug a couple glasses of milk. Oh fuck! Yeah, and then now whenever I drink one, I just have mad shits all the time. You like OD'd know. on milk? I think, or I think I Dude. OD'd on it and then didn't have enough for a while. That when I relapsed, it was like <laughs> it was terrible. You relapsed <laughs> on milk? Fuck. I think, and then it just that's hardcore, dude. It. 
I know guys who've like come back from like cocaine addictions, but milk, I don't think you can come back yeah. from no, that. No, I, I think that's, that's a, a permanent thing. effect, dude. Yeah. No, man. No. Yeah. But yeah, no, we're here. And last time I was on this podcast, man, was I think February. Oh, really? So yeah. it's almost. Oh, February. Almost yeah. Way, way back. Yeah, that was the month of love. Not for me, though, because I had that bad breakup and stuff, and I did that whole album thing. It's when my parents made love yeah. and made me. Oh, no way, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you're, you're pretty much being born right about now. Yeah. That's cool, well, no, dude. I'm being made right about he's, now. He's, yeah, yeah, he's being made no, right about now. I am being no, born right now. You were already now. made. You are now. Now you're not being Wait, born. Where? Yeah. Where are we right now? <laughs> we're doing something. Yeah, but no, we were talking about this on the last episode. How? Yeah, because we, I, my birthday's coming yeah, up. Yeah, Fifth yeah. birthday just passed. Fucking babies, birthday party up in here. Yeah, Valentine's Day. my birthday is December twenty eighth. Oh really? You but I was an accident, so I don't know well, if we should even count that. But I was a good accident, apparently. That's I, what I get told. I well, think if you a life is a escape life. a vaginal canal, you are. You got a reason. You college. fought for something, yeah. you know. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, you did something right. Well, exactly. Yeah, but it's um. Uh, yeah, won the race. Yeah, <laughs> you won the race. You did indeed. <laughs> you made it. Yeah, I like that. You yeah. Made no, yeah. but yeah, it was February, and uh, I was working on my last album, Paper Flowers. Post breakup. Yeah, post breakup, and all this stuff came out, and then all of a sudden it was just like boom, boom, boom. EP release party shows all over Waterloo, Toronto, Hamilton, whole nine yards, and now the stars have aligned, and here we are. Here we are. Here Any we highlights? Are. From, from all oh that time. man, I would have to say the the biggest highlight was probably getting back into Toronto because I had a high school band in Toronto doing like alt rock punk stuff like you know we were like a cage the elephant mixed with you know some like and stuff we would call it perryville man perryville perryville yeah it was the street we lived on or i lived on and um uh, we had all our band rehearsals there all that kind of stuff and um uh, i did that for three years i took a year off uh, school for that like did a victory lap or whatever it was and i hadn't played toronto ever since then and that must have been like 2015 and then all of a sudden this last year like you know uh i was i was in there and i played the painted lady just on uh, Osnaton College, you know that strip. No, where, I don't, I don't, oh man, I don't know. it's like it's uh, it's that little West End area where it's like you get all the new upcoming type guys that are the coming out. You know what so I everyone's, mean? Everyone's everyone's trying to go for yeah, you know. yeah. They're looking for that vibe, right? Yeah. And I was on this bill with some um, uh, show company called Cats Cove Media, great guys, and uh, we we basically set up the whole nine yards, and it was pissing rain that day. It was raining so bad. That when I got off the subway, you could literally, it was like all those horror movies where like the rain is coming down the stairs. The lights are flickering yeah, and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh shit, and I gotta walk like 20 minutes, you know? <laughs> and uh, I come into this this bar and I'm soaked wet. And uh, they got this guy, he's in the bar and he's like this Irish guy. And I'm Do an like, impression. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, oh boy, oh, you're looking a little wet there, eh? And he's just, um, uh, I'm like, yeah, you know, and I'm like, Irish, you can do two things for me. He's like, oh, what can I do for you, sir? And he says, I say, uh, you can get me a double jack on the rocks and you get me a fucking towel. (laughs) And he's just like right away, man, and gets me like a shitty little bar towel. I dry off and we do sound check and stuff and Anyways, I damn, you wore my... the pants the moment you walked into that place. Oh fuck, man! I was like, I was like, I was ready to go. I Yo, was this like, is what's know, going down. This is what's <laughs> happening, you know. And I was up there, and um, uh, man, it was a great set, and it was a great 
vibe. A lot of beautiful people came out to listen to that music, and uh, the mess around played a couple other, you know, alt rock bands that were going on. But Toronto was definitely really cool. Um, that I would say that's a big highlight for sure. Yeah, playing Toronto was always just like this, this cool experience because you know, playing the playing in the town that you kind of grew up in like is great. But yeah, playing in somewhere like Toronto, like a, it's a big city. B, yeah. we might not make it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, but all, Gardner, yeah. yeah but also just kind of like seeing the people that show up it's it's nobody that you know that's the thing right because you walk in there and especially on that strip like that Osington college area what i was what i was uh where i was playing um a lot of the crowd would actually because the doors were open all this kind of stuff because it was it was a summer night you know what i mean it was whatever and it would stop and they'd come in and so a lot of your crowd is built off of people just walking around Toronto. Yeah. Like looking for something to do. And that's why, you know, it's the big smoke, right? There's a ton of people out there. Like in Waterloo, for instance, a lot of your nights out or like a lot of your stuff that you do here, it's predetermined. You're like, yo, we're going to this bar at this time. We're going to hang out there. Yeah. yeah. And then if like plan B, if this doesn't work, we'll go here. Yeah. And like, you know, like if it's if it's a show in waterloo or kitchener usually there's tickets in advance it's like yes like i'm going to maxwell's or whatever it is toronto it's like oh like i don't know we might go to the baby g tonight we'll see what fucking happens yeah we'll see what happens yeah i don't know i don't know what it's like um out west you ever been out there no man but i've been i've been thinking about it it's it's beautiful this guy's been yeah he lived in there for a bit yeah it's so fucking nice down there yeah 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 the music scene's it's the best <laughs> that's in bc eh? yeah yeah because that's okay that's where you were hanging Fuck, out. i miss it <laughs> yeah so but, did you did you yeah. go to a lot of live shows in BC? yeah when i was doing like uh since we were doing like that electronic music i was just going to a lot of weird shit like those noise noise shows that you oh shows. yeah the avant-garde stuff yeah, like was, people like yeah yeah, yeah but yeah. it's just like there was a lot of people at those events was it always like a packed house yeah and wow there was like monthly meetups meetups every month yeah <laughs> what do you think defines that do you think that's because of like it were you in a small town or no uh no okay were you in like a toronto-esque kind of yeah. like big city like okay vancouver. where were you oh vacant burnaby. burnaby okay okay so i wonder what makes like a certain area of let's say well in a country for for this instance what makes a certain area thrive more within its music scene and then what makes an area more like well the opposite of that i guess population you think so yeah i think population and diversity i think it's also because in this town it's because there's so many universities and so many like post-secondary schools that a lot of students accumulate and they're like well we don't all know what to do together let's go to film yeah exactly so let's like default to the place where everybody Mm. else is at and then that's kind which is far away from all the venues Ah, well, Harmony Lunch is pretty good because it's got, um, for the people who don't know, the KW area, Harmony Lunch is kind of like a diner. It's been around since, what, uh, 1930? So I think it's, it's like, like a homegrown Yeah. Since yeah, the it's 1830s like a, or something. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's killer. Yeah. And it's been getting a lot of shows from now a broad, very, very broad spectrum of genres, but... Um, Right across the street is like a few, you know, packed bars like Becky's Apartment, Pub on King. Basically, the places that, yeah, I guess all like the college, university students like go to, they frequent more because it's like the thing to do on Frosh Week and then they get kind of like 
attached to it and then they're like well we're gonna go here every week you i've know, developed yeah. a drinking problem yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, well i feel like if um i kind of thought if maybe like harmony launch in one of those places they started to find out how to integrate it themselves into like pub crawls and shit like that i think that'd be a really good opportunity because then it's Open like the doors and charge nothing well yeah but is that harmony lunch though but then yeah that, man's that gotta just, eat yeah exactly. so what so so what i will say is this like as somebody who's like done the toronto thing and then has come to waterloo as a student mm-hmm. and has been in that environment What's happening is right now is is there's a mainstream culture of a party scene. Let's go to a club. Let's get messed up. Let's okay. do whatever, right? Yeah, yeah so exactly. Trap and get but fucked. then there's also this other scene where you have a crazy music program at Laurier. Yep. You have a really underrated program at Waterloo with Conrad Grable, which is like where I'm at, which is all the Mennonite kids. Like it's crazy funding. Like they're trying to push it the whole nine yards. So you've got all these crazy musicians that are coming to these schools. And then at the same time, you've got a, a populace that's like local that doesn't want to tie in with that scene. And then you've yeah. got kids that are also like, I under- I want to party, but I want to party doing stuff that's actually going to be like interesting or memorable. Like I don't I don't want to go out and just listen to EDM, you know? Yeah. And, and that's where you get like a lot of these pop-up shows. For instance, like I just did a gig at Starlight, uh, Homecoming Weekend. So the whole sales pitch for that was, oh, if you want a place in a bar before like 7 p.m. or whatever it was, because everywhere is going to be masked, uh, buy a ticket to our show. And people were like, yeah, we'll do that 100%. And there were a lot of people that were actually there that were involved in or interested in bands like, you, we would consider them mainstream, like the Arctic Monkeys, Red Hot Chili Peppers, that kind of stuff. But to them, they think that is counterculture now. You see what I'm saying? Oh, like okay. it's like it's like it's it's so far gone the other way. Yeah, hip hop, n- rap, and and R and B and this kind of stuff. Yeah, that now like bands like the Arctic Monkeys, Black Keys, all that kind of stuff. That's considered like oh like I'm, fuck I'm, you music. Yeah, I'm yeah, counterculture. Yeah. You know yeah, what I definitely. mean? Definitely. Even though we a lot of people in the music industry know that that is actually still mainstream yeah but they're wimps mm-hmm. yeah it's <laughs> you could say that it's a you could say that it's weird because with also how fast things are moving now with technology and oh, everything it's, it's like it's almost fast. like uh music trends are now go- coming and going so fast yeah. that like you're saying like liking music like the chili peppers and stuff is yeah. counterculture it's like well if if let's say like the red hot chili peppers were popular in the 60s like yeah it, that shift wouldn't have been so fast it would have taken like it would have taken like at least like a decade time. and a half but now yeah, it's like it's almost like years. i mean dude like uh single, arctic single, monkeys singles. were a big deal when they released am to pm what like fucking 2014 whatever it was 2013 like that's when i was listening to them like in the high mm. school yeah and um uh all of a sudden like 2016 comes around and it's all like post malone you know like it's like a little pump like all these guys and stuff yeah. It's like that's the new scene, you know. Yeah. Uh, Khalid. Because um, fucking eight oh eight just yeah. they fooled everybody. Well, I mean, it's like it's like <laughs> yeah. you got you got to think about it. It's like these beats are hard knocking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> these, are, these are some. Uh, these yeah. are some. Uh, My parents aren't gonna beats. like this. No. But the way the way I kind of we I think we were just talking about this um, before we went on was yeah. like the whole shift of like you know kind of after like let's say like the Red Hot Chili Peppers is a great example because yeah. like when Stadium Arcadium came out it was yes. like that was I feel like they kind of they bumped themselves back into like the generation that kind of exceeded that peak of like blood sure. sugar sex magic and shit yep. like like all those yep. people are now 
becoming teenagers and Jeez. stuff that yep. were kids at the time. Yep. And after that was kind of like the EDM wave. And I felt like that mixed with hip hop kind of is giving us what we have now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. But when, but yeah. But when you're saying like, you know, people like Post Malone and like Lil Pump are, are stars now. Well, it's like it's kind of obvious because they kind of do have that, you know, really shock value, unapologetic rock star attitude that people had. But they're back in the back in the 80s. But now it's like, a different you know, type of music. It's a different. It's, it, it's a totally different side of music. Yeah. But literally the attitude is the, the exact same. Thing. same. It's like but it hasn't changed. They're forgotten about a lot quicker now. But definitely with how fast. Yeah. You know, and things that's move. what I was yeah, going to yeah, say totally. is because of the style of music and the way it's made, they are going to burn out way quicker. But yeah, do you think? But do you yeah. think with how fast technology is moving now, and let's let's say let's say mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. we see a res- uh, a resurgence in like rock music, sure. Do you think that with the way technology is now and how fast things move, that it's just because it's you know played with instruments and the people took like? Do you think it's just gonna move, go back and move like at the same pace it did a, a few decades back, or do you think that now? It's just going to go fast and then the next thing's going to come and next we're going to see the come. new thing every, you know, eight to 12 years. I So I personally feel like it'll go back because the, the thing the thing is, is it's an organic aspect of music. Yeah. So so when you perform shows, especially as a musician and you and you've played like I've you know, I've done the bar scene. I've done, you know, those shows where nobody's shown up. I've done the yeah. packed houses. You've done the same thing, too, as a metal exactly, band on the opposite yeah. side of the spectrum. Exactly. Yeah. Right. But the thing is, is that there is an innate connection that is built off of the actual uh, demonstration of talent. Totally. So, so, so what happens is, is and right now what you're seeing is you're having a lot of people flock to these indie venues or say I'm indie pop or whatever. Yeah, it is. like the harmony lunches of their town. Yes, yeah, yeah. exactly, because they are looking for that connection at a concert. Mm-hmm. Post Malone can play Scotiabank Theater or wherever he's at, and he can and sell it all it out. out. But there won't be a single instrument on stage, and it'll be him and a ton of dancers. And no, yeah. and like, but he does play guitar. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah he does. Once he's and a, that's, yeah. you know, I kudos to Post Malone because yeah. he's got that. He's vibe. a bit arguable because yeah. he's yeah. got like he a really arguable. nice folky like yeah, vibe. Yeah. Kind of let's like let's, let's talk Drake maybe. Let's go Drake. Okay, sure. You know sure. what I mean? Let's and go. and um. Drake Drake has got some vibes to him in which you know what I mean. It, it's like it is that like it is that hip hop rap game. It is like mm-hmm. the north. Like he's he's definitely involved yeah. in the city, but but at the same time, like a lot of these hip hop artists and the way that music is being made is not on an instrumental basis like metal is or like all rock bands are or like punk bands are or like even especially folk like folk on Spotify right now mm. is huge. Yeah, Roots it is. Rising yeah. like it's crazy. Like and it's and it's not even like. Um, folk that's mainstream it's like literally a guy with a banjo a fiddle player and, a, and an upright bass and it's yeah. like holy shit like this is coming back now yeah. like this is from the 1840s dude yeah exactly like, <laughs> do you know what i mean like no it, yeah, yeah. that sun house yeah no it's true how like yeah. it's it, that's i think that's kind of one of the beauties of of the streaming era that we're oh, now living in sure, is man. like music that you thought wouldn't ever make a comeback has a made comeback. a comeback but it's not like you know the yeah. the what you're seeing you know in like your mainstream but it's still making yeah. a comeback in terms of because now streaming like you can have hundreds of thousands of listeners because they now have the access to your music that's so what like it is. you know i feel like that's why artists like even you know mac demarco became oh, so man. popular yeah. was because like are you sure <laughs> <laughs> the guy from BC. <laughs> the guy from wait, yeah. no, was he from Edmonton? It was it where from, was he was from, from Montreal? Where? 
No, he he went so much. I thought he was originally from like Kelowna or something. Oh no, I think yeah. it was um South Sudan. <laughs> South Sudan. Yeah. Oh yeah. And yeah. he came on. Yeah. A sh- he yeah. was a refugee. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah, he's got and a weird story. I think. Yeah. Yeah, he's got. He's yeah. But Mac DeMarco is a great example of that. Of like how you thought yes. that music kind of music wouldn't make a. It wouldn't make a comeback, or, but it and, did. Yeah, and it really set the 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 tone for like. Man, yeah, just, I remember when that's like when Salad Days came out. Like that was huge, and you were like sitting there, and you're like, you know what? We actually have a fighting chance. Like we we got it. We got we got like this is possible. Yeah, and um, I think the thing is is that right now when you look at the economic aspect of the music industry, it's not like uh, the car industry or, or food or whatever it is. Like, for instance, you know, you buy a car, that's your car for three or four years, and you drive that car till it fucking dies out or whatever happens, and you get a new car. With music, it's like I can listen to four or five cars at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I can, I can have a metal car. I can have a blues car. I can have a folk car. I can mm. have a hip-hop car on Friday nights when I'm partying with everybody. Yeah. And, like, that opportunity allows the consumer to divulge into each of those markets, which means now there's way more space because of the streaming platforms. Right. And then the, on top of that, you have to think the music market, there's a new top 40 songs every single week. That's where I agree. That's yeah. where I think it's more yeah. like it and food is kind of the same though. Cause it, yeah. cause it is okay. like, you know, you, you have a food that has like a, a sh- like a, you know, like you're, are you going to buy compliments? Or are you going to buy, yeah. I can't believe it's not butter yeah, margarine. Yeah, and that might believe have it. a shelf life of only, yeah. you know, a couple, like a month or two because yeah, it's, you know, yeah. 33% off, off and you can get it right now. Yeah. yeah and yeah. it's what you want to, yeah, that's yeah. that's where I kind of think it's a little bit more like food, where it's like now that there's uh, yeah. music that can be kind of like mass produced at a very fast rate. Oh, for sure, and bro. and yeah. there's yeah, there's kind of the there, there's kind of that now. There contrast. It's like well, you music. can go to get the like organic stuff. It's healthier for you, and it's healthier for you. And you know, there was a little bit more love put yeah. into it. Last it's a little bit more expensive, there. and it's trendy. It's a little bit more expensive, it's but trendy. It's free yeah. run. It's trendy it's to be organic. Run. Yeah, free runs for I you. I mean, it is. It is the same in that sense. Um, yeah. And then at the same time, like the the big thing is that like when you look at those curves, like your demand and supply, um, you've got a, we had a a, like a new top 40 almost every two weeks right everybody wants new music mm. all the time mm. and you've always got a new top 40 bands that are trying to jump into that scene trying to make those new top 40s yeah and the cool thing about it is there's a lot of music i mean i'm not going to look at this like a business i'm just going to do what i love the whole nine yards but then as soon as you start putting on that business cap and you're like okay wait a minute there's a huge market for this I'm in this genre, I can do that, how do I play my cards right? Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, it starts becoming more of a career. And I, I feel like the last time I was on here, I was just starting that, and now I've been <laughs> through that ringer. Mm-hmm. And it's like, holy smokes, man. Like, you, It is possible to make those jumps. It you is. You know what I mean? And it's and it's a lot more possible than you think it is. Yeah. It's just a lot of the time it's you, you have ethical differences in bands. You have people that want to approach music this way. There's guys yeah. that want to approach it that way. And being an individual artist, like I'm able to make those decisions myself. But as soon as you throw in three or four other guys, yeah. you know, it's it gets it gets you know, it gets there's, muddy. There's definitely two kinds of yeah. bands. It's like the band that everybody yeah. kind of has their equal part in like the process. And yeah. then there's like the brainchild where it's yeah. like yeah. I write the songs, you guys play them. Yeah. We all have a good time, but at the end of the day I call the shots yeah. kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I mean that's like and that's such a big thing. And yeah, I like think that's what Nirvana was like. Kurt Yeah. Kurt took like 
seventy percent of Nevermind sales. Really? Yeah. yeah. That was such. A, I, I wonder how that era it was with like royalties where i mean i think it still comes into play now with the music oh, yeah. industry but like oh, yeah. you know back then when you know your only success was who televised you and put you on the radio which was like yeah the hardest. yeah which and i wonder just how like they have such a monopoly like, eh? yeah and but the economics of like splitting yeah. like oh i get some percent because i wrote it but you get 30 because you play it live every day for three you get a little you know? less you're kind of yeah a bitch. like <laughs> but yeah, yeah it's it's the yeah. the the, the well so so can now like shout out to so can yeah, yeah. So can. no Big seriously ups. man thanks like go go check them out yeah exactly yeah, yeah. thanks for accepting thanks us. for thanks for accepting and looking after artists like yeah. a big thing that they do is is um uh, all you so can viewers is uh <laughs> they they sort of give sort of an outline as to how those copyrights work or how that publishing rights work right and um uh the big thing is you know if you're writing the lyrics and if you're writing the melody and chord progressions most of the time that is your idea and then a lot of things that are fed off that idea right uh but other bands will have different aspects to that and there's individual beliefs and those are your personal contracts that bands will get into um but the big part is is that if you are going to take this music thing seriously you know you got to make sure you know what you're doing before you jump into that environment you kind of got to have a vision you got to have a vision for sure so what was yours i guess when it when you kind of yeah jacob b and started becoming like the solo yeah solo thing what it is so i i I just finished first year and i was like man i did toronto it was a lot of fun but i want to make i want to get back into the scene and I took that alternative folk route instead of the, you know, hard rock, alt, alt rock vibe. Definitely. And uh, I was doing my own thing, man. It was like I had my little audio interface in my room. I read cool. the mics from Long McQuaid and I just was putting out music. And, you know, I made sure my ISRC codes were intact. I made sure I was with SoCan. And then what started happening was as soon as you start working with, you know, companies like Canadian Daydream, or you start working with big show companies like Good Company Productions or So Far Sounds mm-hmm. or whatever it is. You just what you're doing is is you're making sure that when you sign those papers that you're not signing off anything that you don't want to sign off. Yeah, you got to um, make sure everything's like looking exactly. But I thought I, I yeah. sorry I was kind of getting more into like the vision for like what your overall like kind of thing was besides like the whole economic side. Yeah. More like into like the did oh. you kind of like know what your sound was gonna be like? Oh, okay, like yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Going into that's the... really cool because what happened was was I had gone from this very like lo-fi alternative type esque like wannabe, and then I I discovered that back to my roots. Like when I was a kid, I spent a lot of time down south in the U.S. Um, and if the people can see back at home, I got like cowboy boots on. Got kind your of stuff, fucking you know shit I mean? kickers on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, foot playlist yeah. stuff. Shout out to that. the yeah. lovers. Give it yeah. us twenty percent of our viewers. Twenty percent of viewers. What do yeah. you have underneath the boot? Uh, definitely. Is a there foot? some a foot? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, you could say that. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta yeah. subscribe for that though. You, you know, that. you can't. You, that's yeah, that's a premium Snapchat. Yeah, that doesn't just happen. Yeah, exactly. Premium Snapchat. <laughs> but um uh, no yeah so i realized that i was like man i really dig a lot of the old-time country guys like buck owens johnny cash a lot of the blues players that kind of stuff and then how do you modernize that and i found a guy called shaky graves who was like a one-man band shaky type graves. deal he had like a you know one foot was on a suitcase one foot was on a tambourine and he was travis picking almost sounds on... like c6 steve 
Yeah, man. It, wait, is it Travis picking? Travis picking. What's that? So it's when you play uh, like the four strings mm-hmm. and your thumb goes back and forth to make a 2-4 beat and then your index finger and your middle finger and also your ring finger if you want to kind of add these accents on chords. Okay, so cool. So it's, it's, it's just finger style playing. But it, okay, it's Travis cool. picking percussive. is the slang they yeah. give it because it's like that's the guy that kind of really brought it to light. Cool. Um so I taught myself that, and then I started doing my first album, Wandering Man, was like that, and then I just kind of went down the rabbit hole, and now, uh, being back in Waterloo and like you know experiencing the alt rock scene again, I'm like, okay, well, I can't deny that I do love my alt rock. You totally. know what I mean? That's part of me. So I try and combine the two together, and you get this weird like alternative blues thing that's happening and what's really cool is is, is people are liking it you know it's, it's something fresh it's something very unique um and i can kind of say that because when i when i played with other groups that's the idea that i've been getting it's it's kind of hard to fit that sound in wherever you're at you know like metal is metal and there's a ton of different subgenres of metal you can still kind of categorize those. Mm-hmm. And I, I've still like to this day, like even since we did that last podcast, like it's still like, I don't know where I'm sitting or where my next project is going to be. You know what I mean? And that's, I think that's a big thing too. Like don't get tied down on a genre. Yeah. yeah. I think that's a very important, you know? yeah. Yeah. It's, it's good for the, for the creatives mindset yeah. to not think yeah. that they're limited to a genre. But I think no matter what, your fans will always try to be like, no, he's he's more folk. No, he's more oh, like all rock. Yeah. So yeah. I think it's cool that as long as you have that mindset, it's always going to be cool for the fans to have the conversation of like, no, he's more this, no, he's That's more that. Because thing. if you're just one thing, they're going to be like, yeah, top folk artist Jacob Behoon. Yeah, you know, exactly, it's, right? It's like, like, yeah, keep the exactly. Talking. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, you, you have to kind of ask yourself, okay, do I, do I want to appeal to a lot of people or do I want to appeal to people, like, in this specific market? Like, do I really want to specialize? And then, like, you would ask yourself, like, okay, this is the music I'm making right now. Like, is that really what I want it to be or is that something that, you know, is just going to get on a playlist on Spotify? Or is this music going to age well? Exactly. Yeah. There you go. That's another huge one, too. That's another, right? Do you keep that in mind about, like, how your music will be looked at when I like, like, well, like as I progress, oh yes, yeah. oh yeah. Do you look um, at your music with foresight, or or, or do you kind of just like to live in the moment? Yeah, your legacy. You know what? I will say, I do. I definitely do not, because I feel I feel like if you are trying to pertain to a wave or an idea that has not occurred yet. You're you're making some sort of music that isn't actually you. You're way you're way too worried about it, and then all of a sudden that doesn't become an organic aspect of music, which is so key into connecting to your, I guess you could say your market or your your crowd yeah, or totally, whoever it is yeah. or you yourself. Yeah, yeah and um, the phonies. yeah, and like yeah. back to that whole idea with the fast food of music. That's what these guys are doing. Yeah, is they're they're just cranking out something that they think in about two weeks time is going to be the next big thing. So now here was my yeah. question to both you guys because yes, with, with, please. Uh, so I will give you the question um, <laughs> with that in mind where you're like, yeah. you know, like there's this music that's kind of like the impression that it's mass produced and that, you know, yeah. like a song can be made in two yeah. weeks. And then there's also that pressure to that whole kind of side of the industry where it's like, as soon as we make a song, we got to release it because it's like, you know, the singles game. Yeah, but, exactly. But yeah. what about people like, let's say like kids who like grow up and they love Kids. like this new yeah. kind of music they're into it it's dope. and what like so where do we us 
where do we draw the line? Where where can we smell the phony and and smell the genuineness of of that? Like, have you discovered any you know like artists where you know to some people they're mm. like, yo, this is shit, and I've, and it's like newer kind of like more like whatever in the production style, and oh, you're like, I know and you're what like, you mean. and you're like, no, like this is really good. Like you don't like you gotta listen to how it's being made, but they're like, nah, it's all eight oh eights and rapping. And yeah, whatever. yeah, and you're yeah, like, yeah. No, like. Okay. You know, no, like, no, I know I what that's because it's, it's more like I get it. Like, because I, I, you know, you know, you go on the radio and I don't you know, can you easily can... just pick and choose and be like, this sucks. Yeah, do you want to go first on this, man? You can smell yeah. phoniness very quickly because it's just, yeah, it's just littered everywhere. In every song you hear, you just hear the exact same shit. Totally. Like when they start doing those build ups, they're just like, that was everywhere that was like an e- but yeah it's but those are a, it's like a gimmick so yeah i i always i always bring this up it's like when when uh when a genre is emerging from where you wouldn't have found out Shout about out to it dudes next door by yeah the way. dudes next door giving us dudes next door music. yeah man they give us some background music fucking tonight. sick it's nice sick guys <laughs> but um but so when a when a genre that we liked was new at the time and there was things that define the genre were those not at one time like tropes because like for example like think about metal like we're we're in metal band and think about hear, when like metal was coming today, out just like jesus fucking christ exactly but at the time when everyone was going and we're in you know people at the time when it was coming out it's either you loved it or you hated it because from an outside perspective you're like they're just they're just doing that I, I but from the inside perspective you're like no you don't understand it makes I, that what dude, it is I so i feel it. like that's kind of i feel like that kind of happens with every genre that's all i'm trying to say i loved it you look but at i it, knew that it was overdone yeah. with everything and i, I kind of and i like kind of feel like with the with the new wave of music that's happening now you listen to new wave yeah i listen to actually post new wave whoa yeah but no Jesus it's crazy it's spicy as fuck dude <laughs> you know me but uh, it's like what I'm trying to say is like, yes, now, like the music that's kind of like the up and coming mass produced stuff, like it's going to take a generation for people to be inspired by it, use it in their own creative way. And then the people that kind of once didn't like it, I feel like will like it because like you say, they can smell out the kind of phoniness and enough time is gone that there's a new thing, a new wave to kind of. Well, here's what's really cool. Because I've got I've got guys in the hip hop scene in Waterloo that are You wanna name names? Yeah, totally. yeah I do. Uh his handle is at your C, but his name's Tyrese. Uh he's actually an ex varsity football player at the University of Waterloo. Cool. Guy kinda said, you know what, I'm done with this, I'm gonna do music. And uh he's got yeah. a new single out right now called Temptation. Cool. Amazing song. And what do you like about it? What I love is is that he's taking like like you were saying, those aspects of the mainstream fast food that kind of stuff, and he's mm. making it genuine. And I I keep going back to this word organic because it's like it's real. You can tell that when you get to that independent level where there's no major record deals or or a ton of money behind something, mm-hmm. that that talent or that idea is an individual's idea. Yes. And I think that's what we're we're kind of coming to this concept of the phony and the individual. Cuz the the phony is somebody who's been propped up or has a songwriting team of 8 or 9 people across yeah, the country. That's playing the part. That's playing yeah. the part. But there's also a lot of people out there too that are in these these um genres that are mainstream that are individuals that are trying to add something new to that. And mm-hmm. hip hop, I mean, blew up like 
the early 2010s you know what i mean like it yeah. was a competitive environment yeah, well that's when they realized i think that's when kind of the industry at a large scale like on a, oh, yeah. a macro scale realized that they're like oh shit there's money to be made in this yeah like on a yeah. like on a mass produced level yeah and then that's when they kind of started like pumping a lot of dollars i always say it's because of like the the collapse of the industry from downloading is they didn't Don't want to take a risk. dare. I, I, I feel like, dude, the downloading era saved music, I feel like, to it, be honest. I, like, I it took a long time that. for it to collapse and rebuild. Yeah. But now where it's at, it's like, like I said before, it's like It was like so our housing access. crisis. It was just an yeah. important thing. It was like our housing crisis. It yeah. was going to happen. It, it, it was just a matter of time. It eventually happened. And now we're all rebuilding. And what the cool the so cool part about it is, is that, yeah, well, I mean, it's like the cool part is now is that there's so many different playing fields that you can join. Exactly. Yeah. Like, and that's like Apple Music, Deezer, Spotify, yeah. Amazon. Like, it, and even now, like when you work with distributors, they're like, do you want to be on TikTok? Yeah. Because whether you like it they or not. They give you the choice. Yeah. yeah. Before it's like, well, I got to get on much music. Yeah. And it's like... Nothing no, else. Don't. Now much music is what? Do you watch much dude, music? It's literal. Well, who watches <laughs> fucking cable? Dude, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, TV now. Yeah, yeah what? Right. Has anybody even searching for the next Drake? Has anybody even turned on? Like, I don't even know anybody. Do you watch TV? Now. No, I don't even. I don't even have nope. cable. I don't even have cable either. Oh, neither. but no. that is a, a fucking sign of the times, right there. Yeah, and that's like, another thing too. Is yeah. Yeah. I miss infomercials. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. I miss like yeah. Imagine not being able to skip a commercial after five seconds. Imagine that must Imagine be having so... to sit through five second ads. But that's like that's yeah. like a whole <laughs> like take that in. That was like the nineteen nineties and like the early two thousands. Yeah. And now it's like it's like you know now you don't even think about it and and that and that era of like commercials and tv happened for decades so imagine that being obsolete in like a 10-year span because now netflix and all these apps don't have that imagine it's gonna happen in five years and then three years and then because we're gonna remember the whole youtube thing yeah um, perfect segue yeah perfect segue still acting like it's the 1950s and you have to appeal to colgate for your fucking yes like oh, because now there's a new YouTube law in effect for the people who are watching and listening. There's a new YouTube effect, uh, COPPA, that and everybody's best. Yep, the Children's Online Privacy Protection Act. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. They're copping a feel on (laughs) all of us because now, uh, for people who don't know, whenever you upload a a video, go live, anything on YouTube that you're submitting content to their platform, they basically uh, give you. They, they put up a disclaimer saying, before you upload this, you have to choose if your upload is intended for a child audience or not a child audience. And basically, what they're trying to say is that if you choose it's not intended for kids, you don't get monetized. Hey, you we're don't letting make any you know money. you're not going to get money on this. Yes, yeah. basically. And, Probably not. And it's, and it's weird because, you know... Now I'm seeing all these, like, you you watch these videos from content creators being like, oh, this is the new rules, this is how it's going to end YouTube. Yeah. And now people are like, oh, I miss the old YouTube where, like, you could just yeah. search. character limit. Yeah, five, you could just search anybody. And, and it was like, no, you, you, you liked the era of YouTube where there was, like, content creators and, like, PewDiePie and stuff like that. It's just yeah. like, you just liked... Less the, rules. <laughs> you just liked less rules where they could, you know, get away with... Because that's what, that was the beauty of YouTube. It was like... Oh, cool. Now people are making shit that's as good quality as TV, but it's, it's, I don't want to say it's uncensored, but it kind of is. It's like, remember when you watched much music when you were like a lot younger and it seemed like they were just kind of given money and they could just kind of do what they wanted. Yeah. It was kind of like that where you just kind of, there was a trust. Yeah. It was like, we're going to give you the money. You're already giving us the viewers. So 
go crazy. This is like a this is the it's trade-off. already guaranteed. Yeah, like it's it's already guaranteed. And like what what you're seeing right now is is a big jump between this the idea of censorship, right? And like especially as musicians and people that produce artwork, censorship is never a good thing to have on your mind. Well, um, no, because it's 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 the idea of how do you pertain that kind of stuff and like we we were talking before the podcast you know uh i've got a new single coming out november 27th pandemonium but i i uh really yeah thank you so yeah. much guys yeah, yeah we got a little a taste of it sorry yeah. y'all yeah. Sucks yeah. To be you i guys. know i know you guys have to wait yeah. but um uh but if you it. maybe maybe if you come live uh or come you come live. live. Sorry, come live no, don't opera. come live. But yeah. you know, come live. Uh, <laughs> if you come to my show, Maxwell's, uh, November twenty first. Make sure you come. Uh, yep, yeah, grab a ticket. You might get a sneak peek there. Um, but basically, the the whole idea was behind that song was we were going to show the chaos of what's going on in today's society, and uh, the timing of. Yeah, exactly, right? And it just all kind of worked out. And I said, okay, well, I'll take some clips from the Hong Kong protests, the climate change protests, all this kind of stuff, right? And uh, sure enough, I put it up, and it's live for like five minutes. It gets taken down. Yep. And they're like, it's political. I appeal. I basically say the music is doing this thing, and it's not deciding on a side or trying to influence people goes back up for another 20 to 30 minutes, let's say, and then all of a sudden it's taken back down again. Yeah, that's a really shitty fucking thing to have to deal with. Yeah, and and what that is 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 basically now we are living in an environment in which you have a lot of these corporations like... Um, they have all the control. Yeah, it, it is that control aspect, right? So Has it yeah. not always been like that, though? Yes. Although, like... But I think it yeah. might be a little worse right now. It, it is it is a little bit worse right now because it's like... It's like we're directly... All the detection. Yeah. It's just like... This but I uploaded think, fucking yeah. claim it. I think we're just in a weird time because yeah, it's this, yeah. Um, I think we're just in a weird time because uh, with TV, like think about this before stuff. the internet and before like oh you, yeah, when you were an artist trying to make it, you're like yeah. I gotta get on TV. I don't care. I gotta get on TV. I gotta get. Well, on I gotta TV. get on the radio. Like and I gotta then, yeah. And then let's say like whatever station hires you, fucking Rogers hires yeah. you to go on channel twenty. Yeah. And you're fucking you're you're on there and you're and you're doing it like you're killing it. Yeah. But before you go on, they're like, hey, so uh, you know that yeah. one lyric where you're, yeah. you know, it's like that Simpsons episode with Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. They're like, uh, hey, uh, when you say that line where it's like, don't touch me there. No, it was, uh, I think, for like, give it away <laughs> or something like that, where it's like, hey, instead of saying that line where it's like, all I want to do is I want to stick it in you. Something like that. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, can yeah, you just yeah. say, all I want to do is, yeah, I want to hug and kiss you. And they're like, wow, that's actually a great line. Yeah, yeah, I would have never thought of that. And yeah, then, yeah, and then they're wearing socks yeah, on their yeah, dicks, yeah, and yeah. then you can. And what was I love that Easter egg? Yeah, what you yeah. got? I gotta get and put it in you. But yeah. how about instead of that, you just say, "What yeah. I want to do is I really want to hug and kiss, kiss you. you." And then they're like, "Yeah, it sounds really great." And yeah. I think it's always kind of been around the whole censorship thing. But we just happen to live in our young adult years, in like that golden age of like being able to make money, and and it being about you being kind of yourself but yep. then when companies like coke were like oh shit i can't put my ad i don't want to yeah. put my ad on a guy saying anti-semitic stuff it's like oh then that's what caused the whole wave yeah yep. it was kind of the wild west on youtube for a while yeah it was, was doing man. whatever the it fuck was. they wanted and they yeah, were just getting you ads. could you could do whatever you wanted and you were just getting ads for and sure now they're just like getting smarter about it and yeah trying to like 
the issue is is that in a, in a free market sense like you you would have the combatant of ideologies right like you you'd be able to say like okay like we have another revenue agency like we have another aspect of revenue flow and and yeah. the issue is is that like now youtube is owned by google who is like yeah. you know and it's super huge and then like it's like where else are you going to upload you know and like like you look at spotify and you've got Apple Music. Those are the two big guys. I yeah. mean, sure, there's Amazon Music, and there's like, Google Music. Yeah, but those, it's like, but are they who competing? uses Deezer? Yeah. Yeah, Deezer, right? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? You're yeah, the and like, but it, but it's there. And, and then and then you start worrying about, okay, so like if I upload something to one of these sites as a musician, that is going to get flagged for, you know, something insensitive. See, that's right? what I was wondering about yeah. uploading stuff like Apple Music and Spotify, yeah. because if YouTube's already taking that route, I want, because music, to, music yeah. has always been kind of like, for example, when CDs were coming out, yeah. the little box at the bottom that was like parental advisory, explicit content. Yep. And yep. It's funny because now that's become like a marketing thing where like if you put that on our shirt or whatever, it's like, oh, your... it's, it's cool. Even that was bullshit. And it was bullshit. Like, like, yeah. Or like Eminem, even yeah. Eminem was like or, uh, addition about it. Yeah, yeah. D. Snyder. But, um, but yeah, I, I kind of feel like, oh, sorry. I kind of thought a while ago if, if, if streaming platforms for music are going to take the same route where like. Like you were saying, like you know how you're saying, like oh, you have the option to put it to yeah. TikTok, or whatever. That's probably through DistroKid or it is through yeah, yeah exactly. distributor. Um, but you have to get cleared on X amount of steps. And what and what the big concern is is that okay, if these other major platforms are doing this, like the yeah. guys you're distributing to, like what's going to happen to these other bands that are trying to get their music out there? Like, is there going to be a new set of rules? Like, is it going to be like I don't think it ever will be. I don't think so I because I think music's music kind of is, been good for that. Yes, it's like and, movies in the sense that it's like exactly. oh, we'll, we'll let you know if it's eighteen plus, and you're it's either it's going to be your fault as the parent yep. for controlling their kid. Yeah. So I think as yep. with that being said, YouTube will take a similar route. It's now trying to basically mm -hmm. really, really divide. Yep. It's like for kids knowing that this content is, is for you and this content is, isn't. Yeah. And once that has been determined, it'll probably take f like a few years. Yep. That's when artists who can swear and say whatever in their yep. podcast will be able to fuck. monetize once again. Yes, once they can fuck on cam. Well, if you want to fuck on cam and get paid for it, just go to Pornhub. Seriously. Yeah, I was about to say, Jarvis. Don't, don't rely on YouTube. <laughs> I don't. I don't. What know. a class. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. know. I don't, know. I, I don't, know what I don't that watch that. Kind I looked of it stuff. up on Wikipedia once. I go to church on Sundays. Uh yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, but I'm. Uh, no, you're you're totally you're totally right, man. It's um, it's like this whole backlash we're facing now. But now the cool thing is, is that like we, we were going back to that idea of the type of kids, right, that are going to Phil's just to get messed up on a Friday night or like that club Quay in your moves. local area, right? But then there's also a large group of people and it's becoming cool because it wasn't cool before, but now it's cool to be like in that little underground group, you know, yeah. in that society nobody knows about. The underground will always be, yep. uh, uh, it's like... It's like anti-mainstream, but it is still main. It's, it it's, will it's, eventually it's mainstream become mainstream in counterculture. Yes, it's basically the mainstream of counterculture. counterculture. Whatever's you know, and it always it always switches over. Like it's been going on since the 1960s with the flower child movement. Yeah, and then you had the punks in the 70s and 80s, and then you had the grunge movement, and then now all the stuff. The drunks. It eventually, yeah. Well, now you got the drunks. Yeah, we. I think we were talking about this before, but I think like. Yeah, what do you mean? I think uh, I think like a, a pop, whatever genre music is is in the mainstream is always not always but it's like kind of half defined by and i know this is going to sound bad 
but now. the drug of choice within oh. that era, oh. it kind of defines how That's it sounds like. And I, and I don't want to like condone drugs or anything like that. I know we're drinking and whatever, but it's like yeah. it's like I know it's we're like, smoking DMT well, like, on like, Think about stuff. like the '80s when like <laughs> cocaine was big. Yeah. Whereas if you think about now, like everyone like. I've heard the argument that like today's music sounds lazy. It's like, well, yeah, like the drug of choice is like opioids and Everybody's stuff like that. Like, yeah, it's kind of like it's a little bit more lazy out. Xanax, and, like, dude. That's and that's and that's Xanax the thing, is it's cool. Like, but 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 yeah. think but think about when like cocaine was big in the '80s and yeah. you had like these glam metal bands and they're like makeup and everything was really like like dude, it was really like the metal you know? scene in the '80s like Dio. You know, he had Rainbow in the Dark, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. He had a uh, fucking Holy Diver. Like, yeah, Holy Poison. Diver. Yeah. But if you Molly think, Crew. Yeah. But Motley Crue's a perfect example of, like, yeah. of, like, <laughs> artists today, like, the little yeah. pumps and shit, is, like, the Motley Crue of that time. Because it's, like, yeah. like, think about, like, Tommy Lee and, like, Nikki Six, like, unapologetic oh, yeah. dudes, big-ass hair tattoos. All the people two generations older were, like, well, this is absolutely fucked. They got this tattoos. Guy's satanic. They have big hairs. They're sat- yeah, yeah, they got. But then, but then, <laughs> people that are like in their forties and fifties now looking at like you know uh, Cardi B and Lil Pump and shit. They're like that is fucked. But it's like they're literally what you guys were telling your parents you don't understand about. I feel like it's in terms True. of like the 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 way it presents itself, not the quality of the music. I'm saying the way it presents itself. Presents itself is yeah. for sure. It's that's, like, that's I think what I'm I think that's why there's a lot of I think yeah, that's why there's a lot rebellion. of the people that are in that demographic of like 16 to late 20s that are are hooking into that because they're like thinking, oh, my parents don't like it, so I'm gonna be into it. That's the that's their own little in-house counterculture. Yeah, exactly. In, in their own little in-house yeah. counterculture, even though it's mainstream. What I will say is about those guys that were in those metal bands and stuff, and a lot of those, like, you know, a lot of those major scenes, especially, like, when you get into, like, you know, the grunge scene in the 90s and stuff, like, you still had guys with a message that was purposeful in that society, yeah. or it had it had much more depth to it. Yeah. I think that's the cutoff, and what we're ha- what's happening now is the record labels are trying to pick up and maintain that shock value that you're talking about. But what they're forgetting is, is that people actually want a genuine artist. Yeah, they don't want yeah. just like money and expensive things. Exactly. At them like a, lo- a lot of the rap game yeah. turned into, look what I'm driving, look how much money I'm making. Yeah, I'm better than that. Yeah, it was literally just like right. a, it was like a, it was a pissing uh, It was like a flex, yeah, like a flex culture. It was culture. a flex scene. Yeah. And then, and, then the, and then the actual culture started interpreting that flex scene. But, I but think that, I think with like uh, yeah. let's say like the the like, yep the generation now that's into the kind of like the 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 emerging scene of like hip hop and stuff I'm definitely seeing a more diverse change I'm definitely seeing oh, the subgenres because yeah. like there's like uh, Jesse's brother Jordan yep. he's really into an artist called Ghostmane yeah and Ghostmane's like I kind of see him his image as like the Marilyn Manson of like that new wave of like and that's gonna happen that kind of yeah because you have the counterculture of exactly. like and then it's gonna be exactly. the, the marketable counterculture yes. and that's kind of exactly. what it more or less is because if you think about you know back in the day of like you know when grunge was big you know like yeah and like when you think of bands like Tool and bands yeah. like Deftones and shit it was like it was like guys with short hair with like eight string guitars yeah it, but but the music was still very like droning, heavy, emotional. There was a lot of substance to the lyrics, but it wasn't. It, it wasn't positive. Like no. you hear, like, like that. But that was. Do you think? Now let me now let me ask you this. Do you think, like, let's say, like the '90s, like Nirvana and stuff, like yeah, sure. obviously Kurt Cobain, heroin. Yeah. Do you think, like, because remember how I was saying, like drugs playing into part, like 
opioids like do you think that's why the uh the culture now that's kind of like in the more in the mainstream is doing a lot of grunge era kind of throwbacks because of like the whole opioid relation i think it's like think like it's as a just, subconscious thing, not not conscious not i think so, it's yeah I not know, conscious I think it's just a kind of i think it's a coincidence I don't think it's a coincidence as much as I think it's subconscious. Like, oh, the the drugs of These choice were my evoke heroes. no, <laughs> the so drugs I the drugs of drugs. choice the choice the drugs of choice evoke <laughs> the same kind of yeah. Well, the drugs of choice evoke the same kind of feel within the music. Like you know, you hear Nirvana and people were yep. like, like the people. Let's say people. Let's say like when people were in their you know people sixteen to twenty six were in Nirvana at the time. Yeah, twenty seven. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's better. Yeah. It'd um, be, like, yeah. The, sorry, the It'll adults that it. were about, like, like in their 40s <laughs> yeah. were listening to Nirvana when it was popular. Were they, like, saying the same thing about this movement where they're like, oh, it all sounds lazy. It's all like, yeah, but it's it like, like a bowel movement. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I don't know. I'm trying to, like, I don't want to connect any dots, but I want to, I definitely like drawing similarities and, like, when, because, you know, people always say history repeats itself. Yeah. And the faster the time shift with technology i feel like the f more frequent history repeats itself like the shorter it does so like right now like you know with the whole edm movement we saw i feel i feel like it was personally like a disco kind of revival because it's like using a lot of new sounds a lot of things that kind of now seep into music as the way it is now but yep. when you look back on it you're like yeah but like but yes. yeah and i kind of feel like yeah, I didn't mean to spin this into a whole. Thing no, no, no. About I think that, it's really. What I think would be really cool is if it's somebody like who studies psychology and like you could do a PhD on this thing. Thank you. If you looked at the empirical data of drug use mm -hmm. and what drug was being used combined in with what music scene was going on, because yes, uh, there is definitely an opioid crisis that's going on in Canada mm -hmm. and the United States for sure, hundred percent. Over the counter. Yep. Shout out to you how, guys. Like, how much of the population is doing that and then how much of that population is turning out to shows and buying that music? That would be a really cool influence I because you also have to keep in mind, too, the legalization of marijuana in Canada, right? Uh, drinking, right? The age is 19 in Canada. or mm -hmm. Yeah, it's 19 in Canada. It's 21 in the U.S. And 16 uh, everywhere else. <laughs> yeah, 16 everywhere else. In the U.K., it's 18, right? So all these things, like, take, like... It's and I mean it was another conversation we were kind of having earlier was it does does society shape shape the musician or does the musician shape the society? The I think no, those you know. Well, Which I, is I, like, I, it's I think it's stuff. I think it's a very uh, a quick shift. It's almost like yeah. the the society breeds that human yes that kind of becomes the taste maker because yeah. it's always like when when a new wave of music comes in it's always like one to like four or five artists that are like the godfathers like if you think oh, about mainstream yeah. music now it's like oh, yeah. drake drake i love drake uh drape <laughs> drape no uh drake uh migos yeah um migos who else? See, it's tough to do now because like, there's would, so many. It is, it is, but like, okay, so. But there, there is still though. We can both agree that like Nicki Drake Minaj. is that top. You know what I mean? He's in that. Well, Drake, right? Drake, like no matter, like him or hate him, no matter what you say, Drake is gonna go down in history as like the top artist of this time. It's, and I don't yeah, care what anybody. I, I don't. Yep. I don't. Yeah, but think about how, <laughs> dude. Being, yeah, laugh. Dude, yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of bad things, dude. Yeah. But think about how marketable that's going to be for like, even me, an artist, you know, 
10 years into my career selling platinum albums and I still got booed off stage. That means anybody can do yeah. it. Like, dude, think about how, like, I want my chips with the dip. Like, yeah, it, dude, like, <laughs> dude, seriously, because Drake, Drake, it's like he invested himself in, uh, into a sports team, which great move on his part. Shout but out to Drake. And they ended up winning the championship. And ended up winning the, the championship yeah, game. Was... But in their losses, he was always using the losses yes. as like a we're gonna we're gonna go on top of the seat. Me, like I started out yeah, yeah. Started, started from, from the, bottom. the bottom. We built yeah. this, yeah. And what I feel like guy. I feel like even though that guy went to you know, was the surprise guest that can't flog nah. Uh, people were expecting. Did you hear about this whole thing? No. Nah, so, so uh, Tyler, the creator, uh, made a festival called Fantastic Guy. Shout out to Tyler. I think Camp. I heard about this, but I don't understand what happened. So fill so, me in. Okay. Yeah. So he made yeah. a festival called Camp Flogna. Okay. Did he headline it? Yeah, always. So he headlined it, okay. or he headlines it. And this year, you know, he released the the uh, lineup. The roster. And there was one blurred, like pixelated artist. Oh, Japanese, everyone, and everyone was like, oh shit, like, oh, it's gonna yeah, happen. Yeah, and everyone's yeah, freaking yeah. out. And no one knew who it was until they saw that artist perform at the festival. So even until that point, it was a mystery. Great. That's sick. Good job on today's society for keeping a mystery. Yeah. But everybody thought through clues and whatever they could find, it was gonna be Frank Ocean. Ain't no clue. So everybody's expecting Frank Ocean, Frank Ocean, Frank Ocean, Frank Ocean. And then the biggest star of today's music industry by scale i guess if you want to say it comes on stage and because everybody had different expectations he got booed off stage which basically meant he played a couple songs and that was then because, tyler the creator no that was drake that was drake so, drake, oh, so it was tyler shit. the creator's okay. festival and then his secret guest okay was, that's okay so that's yeah, what the I guest was... was believed to be frank ocean yeah. ended up being drake drake comes on yeah. there's a couple songs keeps getting booed yeah you can just see he just eventually walks off oh, crying fuck, yeah he cr no crying. but you I mean, dude i would be upset too man yeah, yeah. but think yeah <laughs> okay so that's I'm what i didn't feelings. know i didn't know if it was so what i didn't know is because i saw a bunch of memes about it yeah i didn't know if it was tyler the creators festival or drake's festival or what happened but no like, drake's festival's ovo fest which yeah, is here yeah, yeah. and then tyler yeah. craters like camp fart fest yeah yeah camp no but tyler craters <laughs> another another thing man like but like that's 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 intense dude and um you know you there. you put yourself in that environment and you're that mystery card you're that wild card and yeah. you don't know how that's gonna line dude, up imagine going out there thinking everybody's gonna love you and you yeah, just but get like, the that's, shit that's booed that's out exactly of you what i'm saying is like it's like that's that but that's also that's also a very good kind of thing to to look at from yeah. an outside perspective and be like here's the artist the top artist who you think everyone's gonna love and he gets booed on stage he doesn't so what does that tell you about like the society yeah what does that tell you about commercialism it's like or yeah. or even just just mob mentality it's in just, general is like fit the actual vibe of everything you see, do you think and, it was that, or yeah, do you think it was I, because because what do you think what would have happened if some guy was like, no, it's Drake because of this, that, and the other reason? He said that as people were trying to figure it out, and then the Drake just has no association with Odd Future. There's a lot of bad things. There's but, a lot of bad. But, things. but it's it's weird how it's weird how like Tyler the Creator was like like Frank Ocean has a big association with Odd Future. Sure, but and that's just like. But he's the one who belongs there. Yeah, uh, I was just I was just trying to figure out like at a, like if you think about how big that show was and how many people were at that show. It was huge show, apparently. How place. like to think of that many people booing him? I felt like half the people were booing him, and then the other half were like, oh, fuck "Yeah, it. fuck, it wasn't Frank I'd Ocean." Be booing yeah. Just be, yeah, yeah, true. exactly. I'd be booing it's, because everybody else exactly booing. like mob mentality, mob mentality, thing. and that I feel like I feel like nowadays like Pet if the if the internet wasn't around and that same festival happened 
people would have been excited for literally anybody, anybody. of a stature. Yeah. So that's kind of Bro, they could have brought what I'm trying Metallica. to analyze. Maybe. Yeah, exactly. They like, could have brought what, what, what would have happened if yeah. it was like Slayer or Metallica? Yeah. Like people, Goodbye. I don't think people would have booed them. I think it would have been like, whoa, crazy. Because Who are these the, old farts? It's, it's, it's yeah, that guy it's, it's I saw same, much music last week, man. Or, or it's the same kind of like, yeah. oh, props to Kanye West giving this Paul McCartney guy a break. It's, yeah. this, it's this, I, I feel like exactly. it's the same. I thought that was pretty sick, though. I I listened to that song. It was pretty cool. Yeah, well, that is how Ozzy became famous, isn't it? Yeah, through Post yeah. Malone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but it's just like, oh yeah, it's just like, it's just like, holy shit, man. But it shows you the vulnerability of those big corporations, and and that's and that's like, cause you know what I mean. They'll they'll try and plant stuff. Like think about how many people were like, okay, we're gonna blur out Drake's name. We're gonna make sure it's cut. Everybody's gonna think it's Frank Ocean, and we're doing all these tracks. Because they blah, made blah, blah. it a little bit longer. They made it. They didn't. Yeah. They, they didn't blur it like in the small you little thing. It was like it was like a little bit. That bigger. was thought, and so. now they, they were like, "Yo, people are gonna love this." Oh, so they yeah. intentionally fucked with the audience. But I think they were like, "We want to make sure people don't know who it is," rather than like, "We want to make people think it's Frank so Ocean." We want to lead these people on. <laughs> like that's same yeah. Drake, yeah. Drake. Yeah. Yeah. You can fit anybody, man. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which, I fucking saw Tool last week and it was fucking oh, crazy. Shit. I like I I had a friend shout out, shout out to Melissa if you're listening. Melissa, I, thank you so much. Thank she, you, Melissa. She hooked me up with a free ticket to see Tool and it was wild. Like she hooked me up with a like that is literally a beautiful friend. Thirty feet oh, away fuck. from the from like stage right wow. and it was like holy shit that's like, an experience man dude it, it was it was cra- have you ever seen them live uh no but but i mean i'm a big fan of uh at Enema. i'm a big fan of ladder last uh yeah those two albums i yeah. think pretty much those those are my two biggies them. they just put out something uh fear inoculum yeah i yeah, have that not. took 13 years kind of sounds like yeah. everything else yeah. see that's the thing okay if we're, if we're gonna go into that um, i don't think we should well <laughs> yeah but what it's I'm, a crazy that's, that's like tool like and that's but that's <laughs> tool that's time. another thing that's another thing though right like tool, to tool time. is one of those bands where you're like Oops. all that music and all those people are loving it and it's that free market aspect that of was like, like counterculture thing exactly to, like, but now to it's the like, most like holy smokes, to to like you know? a, a tea that was counterculture tool yeah. it was like the band itself well, there's your problem uh, well, nothing's the, connected yeah, I have geez. to resolder it. Um, the easy. band itself, Patrick's microphone broke, but the oh, band shit. itself was Aye. like they never did any like mainstream interviews. They nope. were like, and, and whenever they did, they were always fucking with them. Yep. And I think um, it was the drummer's website. If you had asked a question that was already previously asked, you would get immediately banned from his website. I like, think you show up to your house and beat the shit out of you. Like that is like it's, it's just <laughs> fucked. Like these guys were fucked. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they were just like, but it was cool. And you're yeah. like, yo. Nobody I want to be this. associated with that type of music yeah. and that type of culture. It's like, it's like the positive version of a cult. It's yeah. A spiritual thing. Well, all cults are pretty uh, positive. I, I was. Though. I think so. Yeah. They can be. Having there was something. Faith. There was something yeah. about like cult mentality that I was that I was uh, that oh, I was that was looking really up, and, guy, and yeah. it was um, it was basically like if it all comes from if you. F- people don't like to feel stupid about not knowing something. Yes. So if there's this whole thing that like. Like that's why people. That's why people. That's why people get hipstery. Hello. About their favorite artists. Nirvana. Yeah. Nirvana. Because it's like you. You. That's my shit. Yeah. It's. It's like people start understanding what goes on in the artist's mind, and everybody kind of gets on it. And if yeah. you're one to like figure it out from an earlier time, I've been on it. Yeah. Like 
exactly like the whole Nirvana thing. Exactly. Like Nirvana took a, a generation of people to be like, oh, we're going to use this in a newer way, kind of more of a cultural aspect than like a songwriting aspect. Like no one's using Nirvana chord progressions in like trap songs. Like, no, let's be I'm, real. So, I'm going to wear their clothes. Except for Lil Peep, maybe. Well, Lil Peep is, uh, he, he has yeah, a lot, he does, he is only being produced by people who were friends with him. Yeah. But it's cool because. His new album came out like last week. Yeah. He sounds so fucked up. On is he doing a hologram tour? Shit, really isn't that, isn't that, isn't that messed yeah. up? That they can like, they can now take you and like all the shit that you did in like B-roll. They can take so that make out. Another and just one say, of you. Like, we still own you, even though you're fucking six feet. We got you yeah. for four the, more the, years, the, son. Even though he sounds like he's blasted on opiates, like it's chopped and screwed. I kind of want to have that happen oh, to me. I kind of do. And what I what I always wondered like, about that was like, that. yeah, yeah. But what I because it's the same thing with like Tupac hologram and shit like that. But what I always wondered about that was like, Tupac's you know how you know how you were saying it's like yeah. imagine like a record label <laughs> still saying that they owned you and like using you for like yeah. sole profit. What if? That is the estate's choice. Well, then your family's. What if? Fucked. What if they're like the record labels? Like, hey, we still want to, you know, they they do a lot of buzzwordy it's stuff. We still want to continue the legacy, and we still want to do this. You Don't still worry, want money, you'll right? still so, get forty percent. And they're like, yes. Because no, 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 no. Because 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 Lifestyle they're not. Because it's not. Nice. It's not about I'll how they're them. thinking of it. It's because of how I'm they're about to blow their minds. It's. It's who's positioning it to them. Blow, so, yeah. blow us, Jacob. I will blow your mind. Blow all over. Blow so, away. A lot of these situations. Oh fuck! Here we go. Right. Uh, the person passes away. The estate, obviously, in the will, is left to them. Yep. And a lot of musicians leave that. Like you have Michael Jackson. You've yeah, got Jackson. the Marvin Gaye. Remember that whole thing with Ed Sheeran, right? Okay. Oh yeah. Believe right it or not. These people still need a financial income because those royalties are only paying so much. Right. So what happens is is that when you die as an artist and you're you've signed that will, it's gone. Like it can happen no matter what. Like look at Kurt Cobain, right? Yeah. His diary, his personal journal. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's you so can weird. buy it. Yeah. A lot of the And it's like fake though. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I think and that's why you know it's so funny. Like like I like I've been doing the whole rock and roll thing, playing all these shows, that kind of stuff. And people are like, man, it's like, and it's it's so funny when you get back to the level of like you come off stage, and you have got that girl that really wants to talk to you. you okay, know? let's bring it back down to that. Hey and, girl, and she's like, she's like she's like wow, like you were just so talented and you're so amazing, all this kind of stuff. And you're sitting there and you're like, man, I was just being myself. Like this yeah. is just what I do. Yeah. But there's a there's a power element to that. So when you die and that legacy is left behind of whatever you did, like it was little peep, right? We were talking about. Yeah. You you haven't stepped. You're up there forever. So there are people, especially your close relatives, that say, "Well, he would want this." So I would guarantee for the greater you, good. Like yeah, you were exactly. saying, it's that thing. It was he would yeah. want this, and 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 Kurt Cobain. Would want this diary to be released, but I, was, I don't. I don't, which is, uh, no, 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 I don't agree with that. No, yeah. I don't agree with that. No, it's what happened, but that. but it's what happened. Did you see the idea though that they use? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it's really messed up. And I honestly think, they as a musician, the shit out of as them. soon as the artist is dead, the art is dead. That art is dead. dude. It's your what, fucking so, journal. So, I think wait, that's, like, that's and his journal. Uh, it's dirty. Like, Jesus Christ, give me so a break. Dirty. And was that Courtney Love that did that, or who was it? It was somebody that. Yeah, she. Yeah, she totally did. Cause there's a there's a she, documentary montage of hack. Great movie by the but way. But a lot of the stuff 
Boost. in that documentary was kind of yeah. fucked. Yeah, because fucked, Kurt Cobain yeah. was just like known for fucking like saying false stories, like having sex with a mentally retarded. Girl. Yeah, he, so he said a bunch of did bullshit. He, did yeah. he say that shit because he was fucked up, or did he say that shit no, to like he, to he like did it cause just to, like, to fuck the media? Yeah, basically. Yeah, it's yeah, kind of like that tool thing. Twenty-eight, right? Yes. Yeah. I'll, I'll be like, twenty-eight. Just so, so that's the thing. Yeah. Kurt Cobain never got to be as old as you guys were. Yeah, so, by like a few so months. Like, so it's like you can manifest the, deci- the decisions of someone slightly younger than you. Yeah. Ever yeah, because well, yeah, he, he never got more mature than that. You know, so I'm older, I'm smarter. So you can be like, yeah. you, you can exist forever after someone dies. And you're, you're like, oh well, it, you know, this yeah. 27 year old would always want this to happen. Like, it's yes. like it's so messed up, and yeah, it's just like so so back to that whole estate thing. Like, I find like that's what a lot of labels are struggling with right now especially with like a lot of those glory days of when they did have control over radio music or yeah. much music the video the whole nine yards like the ed sullivan show was it was was a big thing right yeah. or even just talk shows in general now there's yeah. no control over that yeah. like now i can build a studio for like 500 bucks and get a pretty half decent sound that people and get clients buy. and get clients and get people yeah. that are like yo we want you to play here yeah the whole industry has changed so much yeah. so quickly but it is because of the napster downloading yeah. era like it it like you were it's saying like, it's you, that crash yeah it yeah yeah and it it for for better in the in on a macro scale for worse on the micro scale because on the micro oh, yeah. scale it fucked everybody like like for example, there's bands that are a generation ahead of us and they got fucked. Like you couldn't like imagine being a band like when you were yeah. imagine being 20, imagine being in your mid 20s in the early 2000s, yeah. like 2001. And you're trying to be a band and you literally you have no Spotify to get on and your, CDs, get your CD and to also Walmart, your CDs baby. are putting being put on a stack of 5000 at the radio station. You have you're dead. And and now. Yes. Yeah. And, and you're now. But the thing is, is now. Like the, literally, 2019. When you talk to any of those guys, I guarantee you, the majority of them are like, "Yeah, you can't, you can't, no, fuck it, you you can't get, you can't get famous, you can't get famous unless you're Drake." And it's like, no, you can't. But you'd literally have to think about now. I think the mindset now is more like you have to treat your music endeavor as a business. You have to, and it's and it's not to say that treating it as a business doesn't mean you succumbing to you know like like you the don't have to be a wolf on wall it street just, it just means that you have to like start thinking about like like economics like certain things like okay like how practical. do i advertise myself like how yes. do i be how do i be myself yes. yet be appealing to like co- the consumer because yeah 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 that's what people and that's what society wants yeah, and, what, exactly. and what's so cool is is now that we have all these platforms is that society can say we want the authenticity back to that whole drake scandal i love it you know he yeah. got booed off stage oh yeah scandal yeah because people people were just like i was talking about millie bobby brown well what? maybe i don't know bro shout out to fucking don yeah. for being here tonight yeah. <laughs> you, know, do, do you know what i'm saying like it's like yeah. it's like uh, now that no, we can it's all choice like it is a free market no longer do three or four companies control this music scene yeah it's not but at the same time okay man you better be good 
Because if you ain't good, yeah, you ain't going nowhere. Yeah, it's and like, it's like, oh shit, okay, and and that and that's uh, and that's something that I want to talk about on this podcast was was the micro level aspects of the ethics of the musician, because you talk to a lot of other people in business, and it's like, oh no. man, you know, I, I just got fired today, and it was by some guy in RBC Fuck from you, upper RBC. management that yeah. I never met that let me go. But you ever had to like let let go somebody from like a, a band? Like that's usually somebody yeah, we, that you've dude, played. Adam and I have been. Right? Yeah, we've been in there where we. I've been there too, yeah. and that's with high school. Yeah, and like that's yeah. like man, that's some guy that like lives down your street. But it's that's the some same. Guy, it's the same principle of like. It's the same principle of firing, but the difference is, is that in the music industry, it is much more personal. Personal. Yeah. And that is why when people come up to you and say, "Man, you're in the music business. That's a hard business." They don't mean it like, "Oh, it's a hard to sell your product." It's it's hard because you're gonna have moments. Where you're gonna have to make decisions that are really gonna mess you up. You can possibly, dude. Like I, at one point, like at one point, yeah, you're like letting go of your best friends, and and at that point, you think because when you're young, you think that it's like, man, like that's it. Like there's a whole, there's a shift happening. There's a timeline is is shifting right now, but but when you go. Yeah, because because Adam and, and I, you feel you feel so bad about that because that's your best friend, and then that what happens is that builds up this resilience to uh, a free market idea, which is not a bad idea. It's just that you've been just put in a scenario where you literally had to take somebody that you really cared about and let them go. Like like musicians, honestly, God, are probably some of the best. The like a lot of musicians can be the best businessmen. But they're also some of the most sensitive. They're also some of the most sensitive they are people. Yeah. The most sensitive. Because it's yeah. it's both. Yeah. And like that's like what you know, back in February when I was just starting this thing, I went through so many different aspects of that. And and is there a concept of like, you know, like you're like, man, that was a really shitty thing to do. But at the same time, you're like, no, that is what I had to do to get to where I'm going to be. Is there any you know? is there any shifts that you've made since the last time we that talked to you that that like not that you regret but that but it you, hard that were hard that like you know it really weighed on you maybe for a couple of days and it, you know obviously if you're willing to share like oh man yeah I mean it, it's tough because like with uh, with podcasts it's it's you know like it's it's pretty free flowing and like all this kind of stuff but um uh, but like with band like you know yeah you know you're you're a, you're a solo act but yeah. you have bands yeah. So, Guns I can imagine, yeah, and I can imagine Literally that sometimes that those kind of uh, yep. things change with, with with whatever group is kind of following you. Well, I'll give sense. you I'll give you a good example that's not necessarily me. Sure, but uh, another band in the all rock scene, uh, Hugo Alley. They recently just had really? a. Um, oh, I think uh, we're following. Yep, yes. yeah they they had they had a situation in which the uh, the drummer and the lead guitarist have recently just left the band. Okay. Okay. At the same time? At the same time. Okay. That's a that's a strange place to put it. And um uh they I basically the way I landed the Maxwell's gig was was they said, Hey man, like we like we're not playing the show anymore. Do you want to jump in? And we were like, Yeah, and I found out later that the band had basically split. Now I don't know what's happening with Hugo Alley as an entity or what the other three guys are doing, but um that gives you a, a sort of basis of when he told me that, uh the individual that was saying, Hey, we're done it was almost like a company going bankrupt. Yeah. It was like, oh my God, all the money you put in to your singles, to your live shows, to everything you did, now it's Kaputsk. You know what I mean? Like, it's not it's not Hugo Al anymore. It's, it's got to be something else. Is um, it a lack of communication? Yes. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's like, it's like, whoa, holy smokes. 
and as a as as a as an artist like i personally haven't had to run into that because i'm an individual artist like yeah. i've made a lot of my own calls uh but for Which guys and bands move. like if you're listening right now like keep that in mind communication is key communication it's like a relationship is key. man yeah it's literally but, like a fucking relationship it's like but it's more you, important yeah, yeah it's <laughs> well because you're it's it's it's, it's your you're, life you're in a four-way relationship you're in a yep. three-way relationship you're not in a it's not monogamous yeah it's and not at that point there's like you yeah, have to not. consider the you have to times the amount of communication by the amount of members there are because if if it's like let's say there's four members or three members of the band and Swollen and members. Yes, let's say you have a swollen member in in this member in this group of great three, fucking group by the way, and you have two members that are really that that are really well communicated. You have two members that are really well communicated in this yep. group of three, but one of them isn't. Yeah. Well, then there's going to be a huge falling out because either that one member is going to eventually quit, or they're going to express a lot of their and that's it. That's your that's your whole idea of what we were yeah. just talking about in that wild west. That is what's going to make or break you. From being with everybody else. And I find that's what a lot of bands are struggling with right now. Yeah. And what the cool thing is, is like with podcasts like Ape Audio and and what you guys are doing here is you are giving a local take and an indie take on what a lot of these bands are facing. Yeah. And it's like, it's like, okay, like let's, let's, let's talk about those issues because, you know, nobody else is talking about that. At, at the independent level like anywhere you go like it is behind closed doors and it's yeah. at, like those conversations you have over a drink but sure. the consumer on stage doesn't see any of that bullshit they just want yeah. the music the consumer just they hears music and you exactly. know listen on Spotify yada 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 and rightfully so because yeah. that's, so. that's what they're paying for right because when you play a show you exactly. are you are displaying your product yep. to to yep. to buy exactly you know, to buy, to buy. Yeah. you are in the sales pitch oh. of emotions man yeah, I thought you said that's what Dubai. it is. No, no, Dubai. Like, like Dubai is when you play. When you, like, I don't know. You want to tell you what Dubai? Like, but like, think about yeah. playing at a festival. It's like when when <laughs> you're when, when you go to a festival and you see all the bands merch, you're only really going to buy the merch unless it looks really good and appealing of yep. the bands that you just saw. And so, if they did a good job, yeah, playing the show is like displaying the product. It's like showcasing yep. it. It's it's all it's all of that yep. and. And when it comes I will admit, though, I did buy merch at the last concert I went to because it was a it was a burlesque act, and the girls were just so okay. fucking. They were so beautiful. The, Are you talking about that danger Liquor shirt? No, yeah. Well, oh yeah. yeah. I heard those were really good dancers. I yeah. heard they yeah. played their instruments pretty no. okay too. So it yeah, was those were, um. Uh, those were some weird times. Oh my god! No, they were they were called Little Miss Nasty. Little Miss Nasty. And so we go to this show, and I had no idea. We had no idea that they were going to be openers, whatever it was. Did they show their and little the, McNasties? Um, dude, they they <laughs> did, did a lot. <laughs> it was like okay, so so it was it was a burlesque <laughs> act to like death metal music, which was like what? Yeah, exactly. You think what? But then you start watching it, and you're like, oh my oh, god, you're so you're like, wow, like, it's kind of hot. And uh, I remember they were like, yeah, we're gonna go take photos at the back, and I'm like, man, I need to go get a photo with these girls. Like, I'm only gonna have some girls. And the guy's like, oh, you need to buy a piece of merchandise if you're gonna take the photo. And I was just like, no, whatever, fuck it. <laughs> How much it was? Like, yeah. I didn't give I a like shit. the equivalent of a guy being like, yeah. Yeah, where he's like, you can't use the phone unless you buy something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That was literally like that. Unless you buy a pack of gum. customers. And yeah. I was just like, ah, god damn it. But you know, back to that that whole concept is, you know, I think I think we are finding um, in this new wave, not the genre, but the new wave of society that's mm-hmm. happening, is that people are saying now, okay, 
Like, let's take some self-responsibility. Let's take some actually thoughtful ideas in our music. Let's let's see what's going on in the world. And it, it's really cool when you study study that in the, uh, the sociological aspect instead of the psychological aspect, which is the individual compared to the society. And it's like, okay, well, how does the musician fit into that? And what you're noticing right now is, is that, okay, Drake can get booed off stage. Boo. If Drake can get booed off stage... Then anybody can get booed off yeah. stage. And I think And if he can get booed off stage, then I can get applauded on stage. Yeah. And that's what I think a lot of young guys and gals need to know in this industry. Yeah. Is that you've got this whole big world in front of you. It's just nobody's telling you how big it is because they don't want you to know how big it is. Yeah. So I guess in a sense yeah. him getting booed off stage is a good thing because it shows people it's like, yo. Doesn't matter how high of a level how high you up get, you are, you're still gonna bitch. get a lot of hate. There's, yeah, yeah still there's a lot of, yeah. lot of bad things. things. Yeah, a lot of bad things. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but a lot of bad ones. Yeah, yeah. but you know what? That's what I'm kind of thinking about it. It's like there hasn't been an artist at his level, at least documented, that has been booed off stage. Like I haven't heard of any other artist that was like this artist. You're sitting beside him, DJ Khaled. But DJ Khaled is kind of like uh, DJ Khaled. He's a, a he's like yeah, he's a DJ, and he. Out there with none of his feature acts, it's just him and his DJ. Gets he's lost like, oh, on a wait, jet wait, ski. Wait, wait. Yeah. Yeah, he's Did also like known for that too. Yeah. Dude, you got search it up. Okay. Yo, search can up we DJ take Khaled. a pee break? Go yeah, go oh, piss. Sweet. Join him. Oh, you pee outside. Is that what we do? Oh, he usually goes in the hallway, but whatever. Piss wherever you want. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's uh. Without it. <laughs> that's what. <laughs> he barely does it. <laughs> Dude, oh my god, I can't wait till you see it. Hey, good fucking internet speed today, huh? Yeah, it's, well, the, the caps is, uh, well, it's both excellent. Oh shit, there's a lot of viewers. Whoa. Oh, I'm like, holy fuck. Damn. Yeah. The, um,. The podcast, yeah, it's. A Whoa, you two heard us talking about Max DeMarco because we got an Ardwar five years ago. Doesn't surprise me. Um, dude, if you were here for the podcast that we had the other night, it would have been fucking crazy. It was already so insane. Man, they are so fucking funny. God damn. Talk for like two and a half hours. I feel like podcasts are really cutting it down to one hour now. Like everything out of your mom's house, it's all one hour. I think I think that's the sweet spot. I fucking love that podcast. It's my favorite. Yeah. It's so fucking interesting. Uh, but when he starts like talking about rosebud porn, you're just like, whoa. There's moments where that podcast actually makes me feel sick. Yeah. Which podcast? Uh, Dr. Drew After Dark. Yo, let's watch one of these videos, you guys. Yeah, DJ Khaled stage diving. I think it's the top one there. Okay, yeah. let's fucking... More like stage crushing. <laughs> <laughs> what a great title. 
Honestly, this background, this background is perfect. Yeah. Is is the is the Ireland in your hat going through the green screen? Yes. Nice. Okay. By the way, earlier on, every you all glanced over. I clicked onto the intro for two minutes. I know. I I started laughing. I'm like, what the fuck? literally never happened, and I've also never thought about it. You know why it's never happened? Like 20 minutes before, I was like, I wonder if Flynn ever did that back in the day. I wonder if he ever clicked on it. You know why it's never happened? You know why it's never happened? Because nothing's been too close to each other before. It was all spread apart. I cleaned it up and fucked it all up. Yo, you just need two mains and two guests. So, like, I can only click into healthy areas. I'm just trying to see yeah, you went into an un- unhealthy up? area. Where fucking at? No, I should yeah. get that. Like, this is the first time I ever thought, oh, that that would be fucked up if I did that. Sure enough, <laughs> did it like 15 minutes. Kind of fool would do that. Of... All right, let's check, let's check this out. Okay, All right, so give me Khaled. This is the end of the time lapse. Bra, 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 bra. Portuguese props. DJ Khaled tries to crowd surf. DJ Khaled falls off. You got to turn it up, Adam, because it's got to <laughs> turn on the monitors again. Oh, it's good. Fuck, he really seemed like he was into it here. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> here we don't go. But look at all these people. Oh, God. Oh, Adam, don't worry about full screen again. Just because it kind of oh, gets buggy. God. He just gets swallowed by the crowd. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, he comes back up. Another one. Another one. Oh, my God. Do you think he's genuinely excited? Do you DJ think Khaled he, or Travis yeah, Scott? Yeah, do you think he believes that it happens? Yeah, I think, uh, you know what, when I think you're an artist like DJ Khaled, it's like, you can tell that, like, you know, the the, the kind of, like, fandom <laughs> that he's that he's built has been, like, kind of half, like, people being like, yo, this is really marketable. And then half the people, and then half of himself is like, Whoa, whoa, whoa he's got something to say. Life. He's got something oh, to say. He's got too much oh, to no, say. Oh, no, he's on, the, he's on the elliptical. I know he is. No, he's on the glyptical. He's I on the fucking elliptical. I knew he was. That motion. Are you a DJ Khaled follower? No, that bodily motion is elliptical motion. That's elliptical <laughs> motion. Your whole body you just moving it. in a. You see it. Do you want to uh, pull up the video of the Jesus kindergarten Christ. classroom? All right. Khaled. Uh, no. Khaled. Khaled. Is it like uh Khaled? Okay. That's not. Okay, so let's just Johnny bring it back times. real quick. Yeah. Can you tell if that's phony or not? Can't tell if that's I can phony. tell yeah. that's fucking bullshit. Yeah, because that was not a crowd surf. Like it's bullshit. Do you see what I'm saying? Like it's 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 that and that guy is worth how much? Um, I don't know now. Probably like, there was that one point where. He- yeah, DJ Khaled is now kind of like a living meme. Recently. Yeah, but DJ Khaled. Like, hang like, on, what the fuck deal. is going on right here? Okay, wait. It was a big deal, right? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think at 2017, 18-ish, he was, like, worth a lot. But yep. in 2019, he became a meme. Like, like a living meme where we were like, if she I see that guy at a festival, I think he's a fucking joke. Yeah, yeah. that jet ski you, thing. Yeah, you just can't get <laughs> lost on thing. the jet ski. Wait, Wait, is it a jet ski thing? Yeah, he was, like, out in the dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was out. He was on a Snapchat story. He's like, if you know this girl, get her to call me. Wait, can you can you load that up, Adam? Can we yeah, get a Can man, we get a DJ Khaled? I've never seen this. I've never seen this. I've never. I honestly, DJ Khaled is actually the best example of what we're talking about. Yeah, DJ Khaled is the best example because I think that's the. Yeah, it is the best example because he's like, he's had a bunch of featured artists. Like he's part yeah. of that scene. Like he's he's mainstream. We got Adam coming in front. Yeah. Hey, I'm just uh, in this here to explain Poe's Law. I'm going to take off my headphones so I don't hear my voice a split second after I say things and lose track of what I'm saying. 
I'm already doing that. Anyway, uh, Poe's <laughs> Law is when things get so goddamn weird in, in the world that you can't tell the difference between sincerity and parody, where it's like, this could be someone who's so out of touch with their sense of self and their sense of, you know, uh, self-awareness that they're just weird and hilarious, or it could be a really well-crafted Andy Kaufman-esque parody ruse. Welcome to Don Peter. Kaufman effect. Yeah, Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. Oh. Yo, two people just got arrested. Jeez. Wait, what? Yeah, two people from the prison where Epstein was being Are you serious? So two people? Pizza Gate, look into it. So wait. Also, just time out. That is going to be a fucking killer meme. That should be the thing. He does the whole explanation, killer. and then I just go, yeah, Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. Every, everything can, didn't it's kill himself. It's just a fucking... Yeah, yeah, he's talking about dogs. He's like, yeah, I'm so happy to be here, oh, and yeah. uh, Epstein didn't kill himself. Man, what I love about this whole thing is that it's uniting both people on such different political perspectives. And I think a- musicians, if we're going to bring it back to the music scene... It's it's a thing that should unite unite everybody in the music scene. Like if we can get guys like DJ Khaled and Danger Liker to both say that Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself, I mean that's a good day for humanity. Yeah, and I think so. Oh, we'll repeat it. Yeah. Yeah. Like that yeah. Been being made for like yeah. Yo. Yeah. Okay. Let's Joker let's talk about this. Yeah. Let's talk. So you got society. you got it rolling right now. I have no Joker related. No, no, no. But you you just got the podcast rolling right. Yeah, now. yeah. We're we're rolling, rolling. Okay. So let's just say yeah, like you know stops. whatever time frame whatever. Man, another big thing that we we've been talking about but we haven't actually officially addressed is the culture revolution in film internet and music at the same time yeah and like we were saying uh, these guys got a, a little you know sweet little taste of uh, my, my new single coming out it was the sweetest taste actually. it was, it was a little sweet a little bit of spice yeah. a little bit of spice a little bit of sweetness not too much spice best taste of life yeah, yeah. that's where you go thank you Patrick but but what we were talking about was I wrote that song back in May and now it is being debuted in the end of November but then you look at all the stuff that has happened within society from that point on. Now, I did not influence, you know, a lot of these climate protests. Yeah, of course. You're the reason all this stuff is going on. But these are things that are happening. Exactly. You got, you got, you you literally have pandemonium, which is what the song's name is. You have a chaotic state. Yeah. And, the cool thing is, is that, not only is that happening in music, with a lot of artists, but also in film. And what we didn't talk about was, which I think is a huge, um, I would say tag on our generation is the Joker. Yeah, you know, and I think and people that, are, are outlining yeah that as such. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And honest, honest, honestly, I think like that that movie alone is the mark of that statement that we are talking about because the media tried to shut it down. The a lot yeah. of the a lot of the people in the elite aspects of Hollywood tried shutting it down. Yeah, they tried Todd to. Phillips made the Hangover series. He's now doing a Joker movie. What's going on? Yeah. You go and see. Even hear about it. Okay, really? you know what I'm saying? She's like, she's like, really? I don't even want to yeah. hear why you think it's good. Like, okay, bro. Mary, if you're listening, <laughs> watch the Joker. Yeah, dude. Just like, watch Mary, it. Mary, come on. Just watch it. Give it a chance. It's incredible. It's what a lot of people are going through. And it's not. It's not about. Just what wait you till say. Sonic comes out. 
It's not about what you think. And I went in. I I thought, okay, you know what I mean. Like I went, I went like a blank sheet. I knew Heath Ledger's Dark Knight, the Joker. Yeah. I was like, okay, hard to replace. You know what I mean? It's I don't know. Jared hard to replace. Pretty good job. Hard to up. Like hard. Hard to, to up. And also hard to up the commentary on because right. as a musician and as somebody who's involved in the culture scene, I'm like, what are you going to say about the culture right now mm-hmm. as the Joker? Because the Joker has always been known in the comic books going back to the 80s as always questioning the aspect of society. And oh my God, did Joaquin Phoenix take that movie and that role to a whole other level and take that idea and fit it in perfectly with what is going on right now? Yeah. It's not that we have any control and like, you know, I won't spoil the movie, but it's the the aspect of that entire movie, when you watch it, you're not in control of anything. And, and you and, have no and idea what's gonna and happen. And you are left and you are you are left not knowing. even knowing if you actually you feel what bad was going for on. him or not. Oh, you know that, what I mean? It's like it's, 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 it's that. It's like it's like it's that oh, whole yeah. it leaves you with like an uncertainty of like yeah. oh, it's because of that uncertainty. It's almost like it it, it allows you to Dude, get you felt, it more. You felt bad for the bad guy. You did at points, but at the same you, time you were in like the, in the movie. In the movie, in the movie, there's at points where you felt bad. There's at po- there's points at at the movie where you yeah. felt like fuck this guy, yeah. but at the end, it was like a, a, a collection of all that where you're like, I don't even know. Like your brain's like like at some points being like oh man when they when they on the bus or on the subway or whatever. yeah and you then know, there was, and then, but then there was points where like you know at the talk show you know you know like what I think it was stuff. I think it was a warning I think the the piece of film and when you look at all the interviews of Joaquin and Todd Phillips and a lot of people that were involved in it I think what they're trying to get at is when you shut down and when you censor mm-hmm. YouTube yep people and you put them in a corner and you don't let them talk this is what's gonna happen big dicks come swinging yeah big dicks right you eventually get a big dick and it swings hard i think that i think there's a very famous (laughs) african african saying in which is the child that is excluded from the village will burn the village down to feel the warmth of its people whoa Okay. Can you say that one, can you say well, that let's one more end time? it there. Wait, no, can you say that one more time? Can you say that one more time? The the, the child that is, uh, the I will say the child that is exiled from the village burns the village down to feel the warmth of its people. Wow. You want to timestamp that one for yeah. us? You should. Yeah. yeah. That's and that's and man, that is a proverb that has been around for hundreds of thousands yeah, of years. I think my people. Where'd you where'd you uh, for, where'd yeah. you hear that? I actually heard that through somebody that was commenting on. The, the Joker film and also I believe it was part of one of my religious studies uh, back in high school when I was a part of a Catholic high school so what shout hi- out wait what high school uh, I own a Catholic secondary uh, so we had we had a Iona I own a Catholic secondary like yeah you know yeah. Il Scarlet yeah. yeah they went to my high school oh wow yeah they almost yeah so on, they yeah. lived on Will Scarlet Drive and the way they got their band name was they used to graffiti the W out of the will and they were ill scarlet. Ah, so and also, do you know the song 1A? Yeah. I've partied at 1A. Really? It's like a crazy like uh, project, like kind of townhouse area. But I mean, like that whole song, like that, that shit went down. Like that's, wow. so they're, they're super cool, man. Like it's, it's, um, uh, they're awesome guys. And they were again, early two thousands, like, you know, you had to be on much music, the whole nine yards. And they were in this weird scene where like, they were still big just as YouTube and all this kind of Vivo and all this stuff took off. But but that high school, man, it had a music program. It had all this kind of stuff going on. 
But I remember I was taking a, a religious studies course and um, like world religions or like a, yeah world or like religions. Catholicism like yeah it was it was the philosophy of religion like spirituality because cool. like I remember in high was, school there was like a world religions yes I took you're like yeah you're like oh but then also even when you go back to the Christian shit like it's like okay like the cool thing about that that those courses was was that it wasn't like this is how it is. It's like, no, no, we're just here to talk about it. Yeah, it's like, yeah. oh, it's about being a good person, yeah, not about, yeah. Yeah. Universal, yeah, yeah, and exactly. exactly, and that's, and like, and when, and when people get into that and they're like, oh, we shouldn't, you know, like, you know, we should remove all religion from high school. I'm like, no, 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 like public schools, you should have the option of taking these courses because yeah. spirituality is an aspect of human existence. Yeah. Whether definitely. you like it or not, it man. It plays into consciousness. Oh, yeah. And if you, if, again, like just like we were saying, if you remove that and you shun that and you 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 say that's not allowed and that's censored, that's going to come to bite you in the ass, man. You and know what Thug Life, hard. you know what Tupac said Thug, thug Life stands for? The hate you give little infants. Oh, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. You might have you to cut this. Everyone. Fox everyone. And that's it. That's it. No, but that is it. Sorry, I had a brain fart. The hate you give little infants fucks everyone, and that's it. Damn. Sorry, I had a brain, I had a brain fart there, but that is exactly what thug life actually means. Damn, that's beautiful. Yeah, I actually watched a whole. I actually did an essay on that recently. Um, on thug life. Uh, and on thug life, uh, on the aspect of how society breeds these. You know, you like there is aspects of society that give shit to people, and those people come to bite them. And like I mean, you look at really down and out areas, whether it's white or black, whatever it is, but impoverished areas where drug dealing is huge, methamphetamine, cocaine, Molly, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, Shout out to Molly. You know, and then you look at and then you look at music scenes, right? Like metal, punk, all these things that were underground, they were shunned. It was like it was satanic music, the whole nine yards. That stuff comes to bite you in the ass. Yeah, and Come like look how it becomes then. mainstream. Look how it becomes the big thing. And then is that good for society or not? We can debate that. Um, you know what I mean? The people, the people with the strongest criticisms. Exactly. Have been observing from the outside. Exactly. Wait, mm-hmm. how did you end up at 1A? How did I end up at 1A? Yeah. Like with Scarlett? Okay, so I was... So what, what 1A is, from my understanding and what I was told at the party... Keep in mind, I was inebriated, Patrick. There was okay. lores going on at the okay. party. Okay, there huh? was there was lore. All right. if, I don't know if you ever played Dark Souls, but we're gonna get oh. into some fucking lore real oh, quick. Oh, okay? here we go. Here we go. Uh, so Ill Scarlet went to my high school. They grew up in the area that I grew up in, or I spent a lot of my high school career in. And there high was a projects kind of townhouse apartment complex area, and one of the buildings is called One A. There's Two A. There's Three A. And there's one B, two B, three B. Is it the spot? It's the spot. So, so, so the idea was when we were in one A, I was with a couple guys in the music scene, and we were all kind of joking about how, oh my God, no way, like this is one A. And then somebody there was saying, well, actually, this is where these guys kind of hung out before they got big, and this is where one A came to be. Cool. Uh, so now I don't know if that's open. true or not, but it is a pretty cool story. I think it's easily believable because it's like easily believable. any band that has yeah. their local venue yeah. that was kind of small and they broke out of, they're always going to mention that. Like I feel like yeah. if some band gets like big, like the 1830s, exactly. <laughs> Man, feel, and they were. I feel like if some band breaks out, they're going to be like, "Yo, Harmony Lunch was my spot." Everyone's going to be like, 
Yeah. Yo, I fucking, I've always loved, and it's like, yo, Harmony Lunch bro, is the shit. Bro, you came to Harmony Lunch once. Yeah, yeah. You but yeah, lunch. okay, cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll no, yeah. I think you never I even think, had their milkshakes. Yeah, you never even had the the crazy chicken burger. Ooh. Yo, I had that when I was there last week, man. The pickles. Okay, yeah, I had the pickles. What I, the only, the only criticism I have of you need a bigger is, bun. Is that it wasn't Popeyes? You know what? They need a bigger bun. You know what? That's it. Is is Ian's all I, about the bigger buns? Yeah. I do like my big buns, mm-hmm. but but I've I've come to re- I've come to realize that without a small bun, you cannot appreciate the chicken, the chicken, the size of the meat. Yo, it was huge. So much because of the small bun. Because of small. Because bun. if it Just was a big bun, you would have been like, oh, "That's pretty small. good." That's all right. God damn! So how do you win that, man? It's, Patrick, how do you like win life. that, bro? It's just like life. There is no winning. It's just playing. oh shit. That's dark as fuck, dude. Wow. <laughs> that's dark. Yeah. Give me that Dude. rye bread. Like, yeah. Like, you ever you ever you ever go into a leftovers in your fridge and you just take Hello? two pieces of bread, you toast them and you put them in no. your yeah. patty. Jeremy Renner theory is the main attraction. Jeremy oh! Renner main attraction. Have you heard Jeremy Renner's new track? Nah, man. You know Jeremy Renner, like the actor from like he's 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 Hawkeye from the Avengers. Bow and arrow guy. He made he makes rock. Music. Yes. Okay. Now. Yes. Like, he's also like a fucking meme. Rock. He's had some issues in the household. Okay. Yeah. I wouldn't say issues, but it's just like it's just the fact that a dude who was like the biggest time actor became like uh like he's like you know what I got to do whatever the fuck to go I want. into whatever I want. Yeah, I can get into any studio. I can do a Chris I'm gonna Gaines. get any any big session artist. Yeah. Came in with his regular looking face. Yeah. Came in with his shades on. He took them off, and they're like, "Jeremy, what kind of music do you want to make?" He put his shades back on, and he took them off again, and he said, "I want to rock." I want to rock. <laughs> yeah. Man, that sucks though because he was he had such a good role in the Hurt Locker. Yeah. So so so. Best actor. He got a better me, role in the did, music. Man, and let he me, did such a good job. Let me ask movie. you that. So now that you're saying like you're you're like you're like oh yeah. a guy who did rock music, mm. he should have. You know, like he is. Like, do you think that when a guy becomes so beyond their own like roles that it's just like Jeremy Renner's like it's it's like it's like Samuel L. Jackson, it's Chris like, Gaines. They're just such son. a figure that it's like beyond their own their own personal figure. It's like, do you think they should just stick to acting, or do you think that well, when they go into music, it becomes kind of so I'm a, a drop, I'm a like drop like for example like Will, Will like for example like Will Smith with like Big Willie yep. style and shit. Like I'm gonna drop this on you right now. Give me some real, Jacob. So, give me some real. There you go. Sound by this. So, people would say a crooked oh. cop is a bad example of a cop, right? A crooked cop. A crooked cop. Like your typical corrupt cop. Yeah. Is a bad example of no. what a cop should be. Yeah. So, is a law-abiding gangster a good example of what a gangster should be? But is Do a gangster not? But is a gangster not the oxymoron of a law-abiding citizen? Yeah, he's, law-abiding he's like, gangsters don't like, exist. Like, like, they sorry, don't like, exist. Okay, yeah, the mirror image, right. it's the mirror image. So, because when I say law-abiding gangster, you think that's think an oxymoron. oxymoron. Yeah. It is. It is an oxymoron. Yeah. Same with a crooked the, cop. You're right, Jumbo you're right, shrimp. You're right. But those things do occur, right? <laughs> and when you talk about, let's say, like back to this whole idea of of uh, social justice with people in power, like an activist actor. An actor is no longer just somebody who plays a role, but when they go on a talk show or Jimmy Kimmel Live, like DiCaprio kind of, yeah, like, you know you, what I mean. You know they're I mean? like, they're like, I have much more to me. Yeah, and but I'll ride in the private jet while all you just, you know, save the earth. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So with this guy, 
trying to. Uh, what was his name again? I forget his name. Jeremy Renner. Jeremy Renner. Hawkeye. Avengers. He's an Hawk actor. He's great at acting, and he did a great job in the Hurt Locker. But all of a sudden, this dude's like, "Yo, I'm gonna be a rock star. Give me a goddamn break." You know who? You know who did a good job of not overdoing that? Johnny Depp. Garth Brooks. You think so? You think so? No. I actually. I, no. I, I, you disagree? Because no, no, no. like, because like, like, I only followed it so much. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. So I don't I don't, yeah, but Keanu Reeves, you know him more from the movies, but when you, can't you hear say anything Keanu, bad about when you hear Johnny yeah. because like, I feel like Johnny Depp is like, he's when, you, when you hear bananas. the name Johnny Depp, you just, he's actually you psycho. Just, you just try to think of so many, you're like, oh, that's the dude who throws bottles at his what wife. When, oh shit, yeah, Patrick, but, I did not hear about that. What the fuck? Yeah. yeah he's, he's throwing threw, bottles at his wife? Yeah, I think he threw look a bottle at Amber Heard. Look it up, bro. Can you look that up real quick? Okay, all right, all right, case. all right. Let's okay, let's hold on. Let's talk about Johnny Depp for a second. Everything is alleged. Oh, alleged. Like when Johnny Depp does like a music project, though, I'm like, oh, yeah. cool, got Johnny Depp. Musk. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, it's the guy who did blow. Yes, that's doing music. It's not like yes. it's not like I'm like, oh, I can't wait to see what kind of music Johnny Depp makes. Ah, uh, the like, alcoholic. Oh, the guy who made blow. I'm wondering to see what his music. What sounds his music like. gonna sound like? So it's kind of weird. Like, and it. it's different. You know what so, I mean? So let me let me let me ask something. Let me ask. Yeah. Something. If yeah. you it, let, let's let's say like some but company you, was like, yo, yeah. we want to put you in, we want to put you in a movie. Like who? A good looking guy. We think you can act. Yeah. Put you in a movie. Give you some lines. I just state allegations. You, you yeah. do this. But we put you, give you a lot of screen time, very few lines. And yeah. let's say you did that. Yeah. And like, people are like, yo, Jacob Behoon, like, you, did, you did that fucking movie. Actor, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But then they're like, but what about your music? Can you like, like, rock? Like, would it feel kind of weird? Because, like, what if Johnny mm. Depp was like, I was into music before I was into acting? And let's say you're the same guy, but some guy yo, gave true. you your your break in another aspect like how would you feel like it doesn't matter of how you would know you what's think. hilarious like, okay you... you're gonna like but this Johnny okay. sucks you're gonna like music. this i did so i did varsity football and i did the high school musicals at the same time what position oh so i was a wide receiver and a running back wide receiver shout out to below oh yo, there you go man shout out to the whiteies yo man you gotta love that ball life but I was the Zach Afron of that high school because I was Afron? like, okay, I finished the football season and then I'm going to go to the musicals. So I did Grease. I did like a, a comedy, My Cousin Lino. Yeah, like, I was Duty. Wait. I was Duty. I was Frenchie's boyfriend. Yeah, no way. Yeah. I did <laughs> Magic Changes. Yeah. Yeah. And then like the musical, like there's a bunch of scenes with like a car, like he steals dice and like Duty's this like dumb, like, yeah. But How he's do like you this do dumb in, kid. Uh, scenario so yeah, so it's a music so it's a musical, musical like but, but i mean it's so it's like it's an, uh, so so we were at an arts high school and it was a program but like it was greasers and the whole nine yards and i did i was a method actor i didn't realize it but i was a method actor so how'd you get yourself into the role so so i actor? would actually grease my hair like every day oh uh, did you use murray's hair yeah. cream what did you I use did. Uh, Murray, cause, i did i did because, because one can is a, because, because as dave Chappelle says one can did. is a lifetime supply and it actually i will tell you this it lasted i am still i just wrapped up murray's the last can i had in in so that was, was it the first can you had that was the first can i had was in it must have been 2011 2012 or no no, no it must have been even then like 2013 <gasps> And this I just finished it this last April. Wow. Damn, Murray's. And I used Murray's. Murray's. Yeah. Orange. Big orange can. Yeah. 
it's thick as fuck and you and you grease industrial it. strength yeah so i finished this and my and the thing was my dad was an actual greaser in the 1950s my dad's 76 years old so wait when you just so that was an actual shout out to the 76 so he grew up in st Catharines, and my dad was like part of the night late what's 1950s what's your dad's name sorry if you don't mind stan give him a stan shout out you can say stan the man stan the, stan man. the man i love you to death Love you. Love you to death, man. We shall stand. Yeah, and uh, he's he's a great guy. So how did he? Uh, like, so how, how did, did he, he share his story? Like so. You? So what happened was, I, my dad was a bit of a wolf on Wall Street. He went through a bunch of shit. Sharpshooter. Yeah, he was a sharpshooter. Eventually had me. We all came out of Canada stuff. But anyways, he grew up in St. Catharines during the ni- late 1950s, early 60s, and he, a lot of his when I was growing through my teenager years, the thing that he pulled on was his teenager years. So he's like, how do you deal with a teenager? Well, you know, you don't. this is what you I was like. You, you share your experience. You know, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, his experiences were driving Model T's drunk as hell on Woodbine Racetrack in St. Catharines and like doing all this shit. So, you know what I mean? Being a rock and roll guy at that time, he understood it. But at the same time, he was like, hey. You know how, how old were you at the time? Sorry, I must have been like 16, 17. So when your dad's yeah. seeing you trying to be like a like like yeah. like when you're like a when tough guy when your dad's trying to see you be yeah. like a rock and roll tough guy is he like hey like I know what cool it's it, like or is he like or is he like yeah yeah keep doing that I would say he's like he's like I got a shit ton of ash me but whatever fuck it's it all good. um he's like it's the way it goes the he's the like studio, baby. man I love what you're doing but but at the same time. Have some ethics to you. How do you talk to girls? How do you do this? And he was very conservative when it came to that. He's like, you know, you know, are you holding hands yet? You know, are you doing yeah. this or that? Which was the disconnect. But it was the same idea of that alpha male, like, you know, you're the tough guy. You know what I mean? And that's that weird thing that happened in the late 50s, early 60s. Yeah. Was you had that teenager that was a dude that was making rock and roll music that was the alpha, but had this utmost respect. For yeah. everybody, you talk it was like to. it was Don't like talk it was like either shit, but still hold the door. Buddy Holly, Elvis yeah. Presley, Little Richard, all these guys. When you look at those interviews, they were the most humble individuals you ever met. But they were they, still cocky as shit. They were like, still cocky was, as shit. There was like this very isn't that fine crazy position? Because then you look at like guys like Tool, like we were talking about earlier, like Kurt Cobain, Red Hot Chili Peppers. They're coming out with socks on their dicks. <laughs> like it was shock and awe. But back then, it was like. Oh gosh, I'm just so excited to be yeah. here. Yeah. But that was yeah. a big deal. You were like, because yeah. you were talking about chicks and stuff. It was like, wow. So, so he, so he, so he got that sense. But when I did these musicals and stuff, and going back to this acting thing, I found that a lot of that acting came naturally to me. And and when you're on stage as a musician, you are putting on an act. Yeah, you are well, filling a role. Like okay? it's it's funny because like when yeah. we play like starting to interrupt you, but no, like, no, we, man, we, go we, for we it. Play live like. I feel like Adam, you have this. This I don't want to say it's an act, but and we talked like, about that you, earlier. I know, I know you. Metal as a guys friend, do it better. I know it's like when you're when you're on stage, you're yep. like he just turns on. Yeah, you like you 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 turn oh, yourself yeah. on, but it's like, like but it's like very like, subtly. Dissociate. It wouldn't be possible. It's like Adam becomes very self-aware. It's like it's like almost like you're like an Eric Andre on. Oh like, yeah. It's like, I know what I'm doing is ridiculous. Yeah. And you, but but, yeah. but, but, but you, you po- know what word but you know what we're doing is ridiculous. So yeah. you also point out what we're doing. So you're like, oh yeah, my band's about to play, and like, but I love how you like, I like how you address shit as a front man. Like you're like, oh, you're like, you know, we're about to do some really weird shit, 
and I hope you like it, but like with, you might uh, not. And if you don't, with fuck Ruby's you, Revenge, in, in, yeah, you're like, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, the show's almost over, but uh, we're gonna keep going. So off tape, off off tape, <laughs> off tape. Come to the show fuck. on this Thursday yeah. at Maxwell's. Tickets are ten bucks. So you guys need to transfer me or whatever, but do a post interview with me, and you will get like, let's talk about post that. Post Okay, yeah, fucking post Malone my ass, bro. Ooh. But but green room the whole nine yards after party. We'll take care of you guys. Now on tape, you want to know what it's like to be on stage as a as a person who's involved in the music scene or interested in the music scene. I got two things that you gotta watch: watch WWE wrestling, and watch Metallica and the heavy metal guys that came out in the late '80s, early '90s. Those two concepts, I will say, have one thing in common, even though it's a totally different thing, is that it is the drama. Yeah, there's the a storyline. There's a storyline yeah. of what is happening, and that is what people want. And what you're seeing yeah. is, back to that whole conversation that we've been having tonight, is people want that that drama, and they want that storyline. And guys, yeah. with all due respect, like guys like Lil Peep and Lil Pump and, like, and uh, you know... Uh, a lot of the main yeah. guys in hip hop, a lot even the, even a lot <laughs> of the guys in like the mainstream all rock. Like now, I'm seeing like 21 Pilots are all of a sudden, you yeah, know, they're, they're the scene of the they're rock huge. scene, you know. Yeah. But where's their story? Where's their ideas? Where's their conversation? Like Cage the Elephant, I think is a really cool band. Or like Tame Impala. Tame Impala yeah. is another really cool one because those guys have held on to it and they're yeah. actually bumping up right and like now. their shit's being sampled yeah and then they're like embracing that the fact that's being they're not like they're stealing our music yeah that's they're crazy not, they're not taking that because i saw them open like yeah yeah but they're but yeah. see, the thing is but the yeah not just yeah. because of their music itself but because it's being sampled and the fact yeah. that there's all there's two kind of sampled artists the one that says you're ripping us off we need to claim it and then there's the other one that's like, oh, go right it. ahead, like Yo, go right ahead. It's 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 exposure. Yeah, it's exposure. It's the bad, new wave. Bad, bad, not good. Bad, bad, not good. Shit. Yeah. They're like Humber, they're jazz kids, and they're yeah. getting, they're like doing instrumentals on Kendrick albums. Exactly, exactly, yeah. exactly. I know some and guy. I know. I, I know some like dudes Adam that have studied with bad, bad, not yeah. good, and like. One day. Yeah. When I get more relevant. But you know what it is? You it's it's and again, it's like seizing yeah. those opportunities and just know that you as a musician in this environment, you have those opportunities. No longer is it two or three TV radio companies that are going to dictate whether you get on the TV or not. You can go on the TV yourself now. Like exactly. that's that's the big difference. And yes, is it much more competitive? Is it much more cutthroat? Absolutely. Is the business still ugly? Absolutely. Exactly. But do you have hope and 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 uh, goals sure, you can reach hope. on? Yeah, man. You got you got you got tons of that. You got tons of that, and but, people forget that. But yeah, exactly. It's like, do you have those elements that can make you kind of break out as an artist and make people mm. join you in your endeavor as like a cult of personality kind of thing? Because oh, yeah. sure, like people like a certain artist for who they are and you can mm. look at it as mainstream and you're like, ah, it's just because there's so many other people that like them, yep. but they liked those people for a reason. Yep. And you can utilize that on like your scale as mm. like, oh, there's a reason why people like me. It's because there's a cult of personality. It's like, because of my personality, people gather around it 
and there's more people that feel like they want to gather around it because they're missing out. Yeah. Because they feel like they're missing out. They're like, oh, whoa, there's like this many people that already like it. Whoa, I'm, I feel like kind of an idiot for not knowing about it. I'm going to get on it. Yeah. Go for, go for a person in, a, in an identity more than they do in a product. Yeah. 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 I don't give a fuck about cooking, but I watch a lot of cooking, cooking shows. Cooking shows. Exactly. Because I love yeah, that bitch. Yeah. I love Brad Leone on Bon Appetit because I love watching him specifically. Exactly. He's exactly. awesome. Yeah. So I see we have some videos queued up. Yeah. yeah. Let's get that kindergartner up. Adam. I think there might be a tab. I think there. I think there might be a tab with the video already open. Oh well, yeah. The other tabs. The other yeah, tabs. go to the other tab. Yeah. Yeah. There's other. There's yeah. Other. Okay. Okay. We're gonna start off. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Let's get it going. This is my bro. Turn it up. <laughs> oh my god. And then the guy carries him out. Just literally grabs his armpit and just He's like, okay, him out. you're going home. But yo, go back to the video. Holy you can tell by the hat that it's kindergarten graduation. You can tell. He's getting held back. Yeah. Oh man. That's not nice. No, thank you. No, bitch. No, thank you. Oh man. Yo, he just picked him up. Yeah, he just literally grabbed him by his armpit. He like was his like, left armpit and was like, yeah, "Yo, Tyrone has left the chat." Yeah. Oh um, my god. Thank you. Oh yeah, I've cool. seen. Yeah, it's just, so we'll, we'll get into that. Yeah. Um, Do you want to? So so are we so. Stay alive, old what? Do we talk right, about this, this video? Do we talk about these videos? Do we talk about that? Do you want to talk as about far, that? As far as the teachers need, as far as this video, how just deep happened, do you want to get into it's this? It's like literally. What does okay. it say about this? No, but like, why do you, why, man? Like, like, what type of kid? Like, you know, you did some stupid shit in elementary school. I know, but I feel like he's just. I feel like it's a reflection of his home life. Yeah, man. Okay, so I'll that's what's this. fucked up. When I was when I was a kid and I was in kindergarten. I remember, remember, how, like how in kindergarten there was nap time. Yeah. <laughs> was it? Was there not? Was there <laughs> no, nap- bitch? I don't <laughs> remember. <laughs> I don't remember nap time. No, I remember no, nap time. No I'm sorry. Time. No, I remember no, nap time. No nap time. I remember nap time. No nap time. No, I remember nap time. Patrick, do you remember nap time? Never had a nap time. Yo, I had nap time. Never nap time. No, never. never. Well, that's okay. why he's so angry so, all the so, time. Okay, we got we got we got a fifty fifty crowd here. It's okay. It's all good. It's all good. So, so with the okay, so yeah. with the nap crowd, yeah. it's like spoiled. I I remember yeah. in the nap crowd, some kid yelling out, "Not shut the fuck up, bitch!" But just shut up. And then the teacher just like laying them down, but that was in like the 1990. Teacher was laying down. The teacher was laying them down in the car. Oh, like, shut the fuck up! Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, like, yeah. But that, like considering, but but considering, but considering that's like, oh shit, from like 1994 or 1995. It's like, yeah, I feel like that's just a parental thing that just kind of transcends choking the kid out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, man. Just I guess so, man. But I mean that that kid was like, dude, he was, he yeah, was. That's, that's, that's he had he had it. I feel like he had his own agenda. He's a he was kid like, in school. he was like, I kn- I know what I'm gonna say is wrong, 
But I'm going to yeah. say it. And I'm going to yeah. say it fucking loud. Yeah, and I'm going to say it loud. Up. And he's like, and then he follows and, up. And, and I'm he says, doubling no, down. bitch. <laughs> yeah, and he literally like, says bitch twice. Yeah, like he, like he fucking what knew what he yeah. was doing. Yeah. I feel like he's brave, brave. He's done fucking around. Staying, yeah. BG staying alive? Yeah. This, shout out to fucking State your mamas. Yeah, your mamas. Let's see what else you got. Okay, what's this one called? Put it on theater mode now. Um, this screen. is uh, this is um, using lung infection as a musical instrument. Very good at keeping a beat. Wow. Ooh, change up. Damn, son. Where'd you find this? Patrick. Your mom's house. And one of the questions was, how much would it, how much money would it take to get you to kiss his mouth? How much money would it take for me to kiss him, basically? Oh yeah. Um. <laughs> Don't remember this part. <laughs> I mean, that's a pretty loaded mouth. He looks fantastic here, though. Probably 100k. And like, it depends. Like, if the smooch is like small, like. I don't know. I feel like it'd have to be a pretty full kiss. But like, what's the agreement? If the agreement is, I'll give you a hundred thousand dollars if you just go. It's got I do it for like 20 bucks. 20 bucks? Yeah. Dude. Yo, your tongue. All right. Did you just fucking say 20 bucks? Yeah, I do it for 20 bucks. Jesus. Damn. No, no, no. If it's just like a little, like, if it's just like a little. Peck. Little Peck. Yeah, little Peck. Little, little Peck will do it for bucks. like five fucking bucks. Yeah, little, give him a little Tom Brady. You'll give him a little Tom Brady. Oh, dude, if I was. Oh, that was just a little Peck. Give him a little Peck. Have you heard about the shit about Tom Brady? Nah, man. So Tom Brady, Tom Brady, Tom Brady was like getting a, a massage from his masseuse. Oh, yeah. Adam, actually look this up. It was a new it's room a, massage. It's. A, Okay, fine. So Tom Brady's getting a massage from his like hired masseuse, and his kid comes in. And he's like, "Hey, dude, can I check my fantasy team?" And he's like, "Tom Brady, massage." He's getting his fucking text, like fucking getting his titties worked. And he's, yeah. There you go. Okay, hold on. Pause this. Pause this video. Pause uh, that video. video's over. Here, okay, okay. okay. You can only listen to for so long. Okay, give the Adam, intro. Adam, load it up, so and I'll explain yeah. it literally before it happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's, let's just let it roll. He's, out. Get, he's getting massaged by his masseuse. His kid comes in, asks, "Can I get my fantasy football team checked?" And his dad goes, "What do I get?" While well, like getting massaged, deep and kid, tissue and, and, massage. And, and his kid just goes, <sighs> "I'll lick your over. lips." <laughs> Dad's getting fucking massaged. Camera's like right here, so like you know. And uh, kid gives him a little, you know, a little peck, and dad goes, "Well, that was just a peck. Yeah, that's I gave that was just a peck." Yes. And the kid comes in, gives him a deeper one. No, no, sat, no, like <laughs> validation or anything. Tom the Brady. Kid... Okay, Tom, Tom Brady did fucker. this. Look, look at look at how much of the spirit you killed from our previous video. Just describing that. Look at how sad. He yeah, this yeah, guy looks you, really sad. What's his defeated. name? What's his, what's his username? Defeated Let's just give man. Him a little... <laughs> What what is his United actual? States, 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 States. Okay, Adam. What's 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 real name? Three teeth and sad. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like the username. Walid Baz. Yeah, I don't believe it. A crazy Algerian old man sings the. Oh, sings no. He sings might be from Stay Albania. in the line. Stay in the line. 
Somebody, somebody thinks that's what the song's name is. Stay, I mean, I think, stay in the line. I, I think they might be fooling around. <laughs> yeah, the real song, of course, is stay, stay united, stay united, stay united, stay united, stay united. Right, right. Yeah. Did you know that if you what the fuck jerk somebody off, that that's the right rate you should be jerking them off to is the yeah. staying alive. That's how fucking CPR works. Help me. No, Adam. That's the CPR joke. CPR doesn't even. Oh! Curses! I fell. For Yo. You fell for it. CPR doesn't even work really. Okay, okay you got another video? Or what are we doing? Okay, let's try this out. Yo, give me fucking oh, Tom Brady. Brady. No, one. Tom Brady's a kiss. That's a little fucking extended intro, huh? Comes in the room and asks him if he can check his fantasy football standings. I was wondering if I could check my fantasy team. do I Here comes Jacob. That's one. That's one. That's one. That was like a peck. The second kiss shared by father like and son face. prompted tweets from viewers using comes. words like very disturbing and uncomfortably long. Wipes the mouth. Okay. okay, we're all here. We're all here. I'm a little uncomfortable with you. I'm a little uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd be. Hold on. Pause that shit before they give the interviews. Okay, with all the respect, everybody out there, I'm a little uncomfortable with that. I'm a <laughs> lot man, uncomfortable with that. You, what the fuck was that shit? Fucking see what people have to say. What do you have to say? What do you have to say? What do you back the streets? What do you have to say about this? Not in the mouth and not for that. Not in the mouth. <laughs> too long. Like, too long. Like too long. So that makes it weird. Yeah. I kiss my son on my lips. I have since day one. You know, I would have How old is he though? Yeah, you're also just a diehard Patriots fan, you fucking idiot. <laughs> All of you guys do that shit. Boy, you guys got the By his son. If you hug too much, it's the wrong thing. Or you know, I think people need to back off and just stop. Wonder what kind of porn she's into. You know what? You know what though? Hold on, hold on, hold on. She brings up a really good point okay. that 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 the people are like in this in this age in general just like fucking stepsons and stuff. Like yeah. it is like it is that is maybe something personal in that family life. Now, what has happened is is that that has come out to the public. So, and what we've seen is and the general reaction is we're all just like what the fuck? Cuz my my dad didn't kiss me like that. Really? You never did tongue to tongue with your Nah, man. <laughs> Weird. Sometimes he spanked my ass, but that was another trouble. Huh. I love I love you, Dad. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was cool, you know. But I'm uh, but uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But um, uh, it was you know what I mean. But like that, it seems abnormal to us, right? But what that's I guess that lady's trying to say is like people do their own things. But at the same time, it was the mouth wiping. That that yeah, was the like, kid just wiping his mouth and walking away. That was kind of it's like that's a that's a kiss you get from do you know what i mean like that like that's what's drawing the line for that and that that was an initial reaction from me that's why i was like pause that shit yeah you almost threw up i feel i don't want to i don't want other people to say to be fair because like i was just like that like that initially just as a person that should be me makes me upset like not as like any social influences whatsoever yeah, it's like, like it's, it's, it's like if you had a kid and then yes. like the kid was like brought yeah. up on like exactly. okay when you kiss him goodbye or for something you that don't do that positive reinforcement you don't do that. swap yeah. spit you don't do that it's weird for a 
a grown man to be getting a massage on camera and to yeah. demand for his son to kiss him and be disappointed. While being, while being <laughs> there's, there's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And there's a there's weird, so there's a weird. Like, What's going on in your head? Where you're like, that's not cool. There's a weird middle line that that like that's I've cool. I've just come across because like I have a. Huh? Uh, my mom's from Mexico and my dad's from Poland and sure. when you go to family events yep. everybody is like like kiss yep. each other on the kiss cheek on bo- cheeks. Bo- both sides Ukrainian right so here like, yeah, my parents don't even talk and so like and so like when you see this shit you're like oh that would have been appropriate when you came and when you when when you saw each <laughs> yeah maybe you phrase that a little differently yeah. Um, yeah what the I'm fuck was you, that about when you when you I know nope we're gonna highlight that a little more yeah no, it's all good. It's um, it's like when you when you when you see each other like six months yeah. after like a birthday or a yeah. you know Christmas or event or yeah, whatever. Yeah, no, I'm with you, man. But yeah, just but like, it's just still like, just even like, just that like saying, formality. Can I check my fantasy football team. Yeah, why wasn't and then the saying, first kiss good enough? What do I get? It's like yeah, that was that was. Hey, you know what? That might that might not even be like a pedophilic. Or so, like a pedophile aspect to it, it might just be a power thing. Oh, no, like checking exactly. your daughter's. Not hymen. even good for the kid. Yeah. It's a power thing. It's yeah, a it's power. Like, thing, it's like it's like Ti checking his daughter's hymen. I'm not saying Tom. Oh. Man, I'm not saying. Shit? Have you heard about this shit? Ti, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. No, 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 no. Really no, no. Would you? But but Ti, but 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 Ti, um, re, no jail, nothing, no no questioning. Yep. But Ti was on a podcast recently, got, and he and he, I'll say it before. He admitted that he brings, he attends his daughter's gynecologist appointments, but he, with the intent of checking his daughter's hymen to make sure she's still a virgin. With oh. written consent. Yeah. There's so so, so many it's like ways a can break without sex. Too. Yeah, exactly. It's like, hey, did you finger yourself hard enough? Hey, did you ride right. a bicycle? Did yeah. You do gymnastics did you do yeah, no, no. Horseback 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 riding. Horseback riding? riding? Yeah, perfect. No, perfect. But it's like <laughs> not that I not that I've been with any horseback riders, but I kinda know, you know. Well, it's it's totally okay, but what I I'm may trying, have what to I'm, explain that I'm scenario tr- to somebody or what that, I'm well, trying well. to say is what I'm trying to say is is that like yeah. there's many ways where a hymen can be broken and in the terms of like there's no textbook mm. visual way of determining as such. No so, years ago maybe people were into that. Yeah, but if you're like okay, well I pay for her horseback yeah. riding, I pay for her bar fees to go to yeah. Wherever country. Yeah, club, and like, then all of a sudden you're trying to see if her hymen's broken. Yeah. On a Where's the mother? Platform. Where's the mother in this? No, he's no, like, he's no. like, he's like, you're yeah, ruining your daughter's fucking. That's life. not cool, and especially now that that's public information. Yeah. That's especially not cool. Where's the mother in this? Because if I was, if I had the daughter, I would have been like, and I was the father hymen. figure. I would have been like, look, I just want to make sure. That my baby girl still has her hymen. Is, is well, not even that. Like, it's just is it's virginity is the big thing, right? Is is she healthy? Is she safe? Do I need to know about a boyfriend? Those are my three big questions, right? Because like a lot of the a lot of the time is, and it's a big disconnect, and especially being in the rock and roll scene, and like you know you see a lot of things like that. There's a big disconnect right now between girls and guys, or guys and guys, girls and girls, whatever you're into. There's a big disconnect. People have emotions. And what people really need to realize is is that this whole thing of you being afraid of your instinctive emotions is not okay. 
because people have instinctive emotions. And if you try and censor those things and push those things back, like we were talking about earlier, they're going to come out in very violent ways. And they might come out in ways like this, where it's like all of a sudden this is on the public. This is public news, man. Yeah. That's messed up. Right. There are there are concepts in the universe that are unbreakable. Right. Like humans bleed. Anything alive can die, you know, Uh, to to create human life. You need a sperm and an egg, right? There's just there's just, there's various rules, right? If you don't eat, you starve. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. These are things that make up your existence. And I think what people are forgetting is, especially in times like now, is that they've been told so much that oh, it's you and you're special and unique and 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 everything evolves around you. Yeah. That they're making their own reality when they're forgetting that no, if I dropped you in the Amazon in the middle of the night on a helicopter. You don't know what the fuck to do. What would you fucking do? You'd be yeah. dead in like fucking 24 hours, man. A fucking snake has got your ass. Like, you're yep. fucked. Exactly. Like, welcome to the real, real world, right? Yeah. Like, jungle, baby. Exactly. Yeah, like, but that's what that song's about, man. Like, it's like, it's like, holy shit. Like, there's, there's that line, you know? And like, I feel like now, like what we're seeing is, is like people are crossing that shit. And I think musicians... If you're listening, start bringing people back to understanding where the line is because we're already past the line. Like we're already yeah. past it. We're, we we've been past the line for a very long time. Culturally, think, we're past the line. Yeah, culturally, we're past the line. But I think Usually it takes. We're not. I think it takes passing the line on a mainstream level for people to really get that, and then it'll have the trickle down effect on oh us yeah. up and comers. And that's what you're seeing. And. That's what I'm seeing, and I and I feel like the way I'm like everybody is always like, oh, it's just like, I don't say a lot of people say this, but like yeah. some people have has identified me as like a centrist, where I'm like, oh, I don't pick either side. Yeah. I just I I yeah, see yeah, both yeah. as equally valuable, but it's like yeah. it's that thing exactly where it it's is, like bro. people will eventually just yep. take that thing for a couple years, and then eventually it's like, okay, that's what's gonna kind of set the balance. Now it's fucked, but eventually. Hopefully, hopefully, it yep. will. Um, it will like those values that you exactly said. It will be kind of spread out, and then people will kind of exactly. evaluate that as a whole. Yep. And then hopefully, we'll all get that. And if we don't, maybe go fuck yourself. And on that note, I think we should. Uh, we should Do you want to plug anything before you? Uh, off? yeah. I mean, if this is coming out sooner or later. Yeah. When would you not. like this to come out? Yeah. Uh, so we can basically release it. I mean, whenever. if it come out like tomorrow, Should. if it's cool. All right. If the audio levels are fine and well, shit. Everything's cool. Let's do it. Uh, Maxwell's November twenty first. Catch me and the Canadian Daydream opening Two for the monorails. Yeah, November twenty first, nine p.m. Uh, also, Maxwell's. my new single uh, coming out November twenty seventh. Uh, don't miss it be, yeah don't miss it it's gonna be a really good time uh, pre-save link is in my bio right now we'll promote it for media. you on the yep. day of the release and um uh, yeah kudos to Ape Audio shout thanks, out to Danger Liker thank man. you for coming uh, by yeah. you guys are doing great man yeah this thank is, you uh, where can we uh, find you on the you social can, meds you can find me at at Jacob Behan spell that out at, for him uh, J-A-C-O-B B-I-H-U-N you can find me at at Jacob Behan Music again same spelling uh, and then you can find me on my website, jacobbehunmusic, uh, wix.ca, I think it is. So, um, uh, yeah, either way, man, you'll find me. I'll find you before you know it. 
that's just how the business rolls. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming on the yeah. podcast. Thank very, you uh, me, very mind-opening yeah. experience today. Yeah. yeah. And remember to fist the my ass. Uh, yeah. Go, go, fist, 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 do fist, it, fist, 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 fist the bell. Get fisty.